what's happening, Cartel? Um, I hope you enjoyed the last episode, uh, 63. Um, you know, there's just so much shit going on right now that it's, it's hard for me to not just reach out to people and do a podcast sometimes, you know? So, you know, like, I've, I've been doing, like, one episode a week lately, stuff like that, so you guys can all keep caught up, but sometimes I'm going to throw out another episode there because it just deserves to be addressed, right? And this guest that I've had on tonight is no exception. I had to have him on. He reached out to me from New Zealand. He caught wind from me by uh, Cult of Conspiracy podcast. When I jumped on there, he, he saw me on there and listened to me and he wanted to uh, come on to my show. So... I just addressed it and we kept in contact through email because it doesn't do social media. But anyway, uh, he came on and did his thing and told his fucking story. And it's, I got to prepare you here because it's, it's a lot to take in. Uh, I, I pretty much stepped aside this episode and just like let him speak. You know, because usually I like to talk a lot, but, you know, I let him speak. I let him take the rein. I let him step up on the soapbox and tell his story. And it's it's crazy, guys. It's it's up and down. It's it's sad. It's happy. It's 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 wild. But you know what you got to do, right? Sit back, relax, smoke a dube, drink a beer, do what you got to do. And enjoy the show. Without further ado, here's Jesse Jace. Welcome back to another episode of the Red Pill Cartel. You know who I am. But furthermore, I have a very special guest tonight, Mr. Jesse Jace, DJ extraordinaire slash music producer uh, who has some crazy fucking stories to share. How are you doing, Jace? Good, buddy. Good, good. How you doing, brother? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Um, just chilling on, chilling on my couple days off here, so it kind of came down to good timing. I usually only do one episode a week, yep. but you're my second this week, and it worked out perfect because I don't have to work tomorrow, so I could just do whatever. Yeah, wicked, man. Wicked, and it's uh, it's Canada, Canada Day here and from the future of New Zealand, so happy Canada Day to my fellow Canucks. There you go. If you heard it first. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, so it's it's ten o'clock p.m. here, and it's two o'clock down in New Zealand the next day p.m. Yeah, yeah so he's it, he's from. We got a time traveler in the house. A time traveler, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, you you've uh, you reached out to me a while back, and uh, here we finally get to connect and uh, just yeah, uh, yeah. give the cartel uh, my audience your. Your, a little bit of your background, what you do, and get into the crazy shit, man. Okay, brother. Yeah, so um, I'm originally Canadian, um, born in Cambridge, Ontario, the 519. Um, I uh, immigrated to New Zealand um, when I was about eight years old, back in like 88 or 89, um, with my mother. Um, kind of traded places with my aunt that had lived over here. Um, and, well, she... She uh, she was taken from me at fifteen, so I've been in New Zealand on my own pretty much since I was fifteen, brother. And um, 
wow. been, back, been back to Canada um, a few times, and um, yeah, yeah, it's just a crazy world we live in, eh, brother? It certainly <laughs> is, and it's just getting crazier and crazier by the day, if not the minute. Mm. You know, you just hear something new come out like almost every other day and it's just like it just feeds our uh discussion table so to speak like you know there's never there's never a dull moment in in podcasting when it comes to truthing right no that's it brother yeah and i've I've been actually wanting to do one for a while i'm just i'm just working on my cover art at the moment for it and uh right on and, uh, and, and and get my own going so look look out for the um the red podcast or the 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 red the, the Red Podcast, which is uh, the um, Realized Dossier. Um, yeah, so that's going to be coming out soon. That's good, Ben. And the key to uh, winning in this game is to just be pa- always be passionate about it and yeah. be consistent. Exactly. You know, yeah, it, it'll, it'll catch on as you go, you know. And it's, I tell people that, like, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? So you got to keep working at it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's it's, it's one of my uh, many ventures on the go at the moment. So, obviously, as you said, I'm, I'm a um, DJ, producer, MC as well. Um, not so much of the MC side, but uh, I just get on there and spit some bars, you know. And um, also, also a tattoo artist as well. So, um, looking at uh, reopening uh, a new studio. Um, Sweet. Sh- Shout out to my boy Nick Taylor, Dying Wish Tattoo in uh, Cambridge, Ontario. Anyone want something? Go down there, man. He's, he's the man. So, awesome. Um, yeah, I love music, cool. so I'm always interested in hearing about like people who DJ or produce music or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have friends and bands and stuff like that, so I just love yeah. digging in and help helping you know promote them and stuff like that, right? Because that's what it's all about, man. Like just get the word out for everybody that's doing yeah. something greater than you know, using their gifts, right? <clears throat> well, that's it, man, you know, so it's like, yeah, I, I sort of just started, uh, I, I mean, I've always been, I've been a drum and bass DJ for, geez, since 99, so what's that, 20, 20 something years now, and uh, just un- underground, and I just actually started fucking around, um, making beats on like Fruity Loops and stuff, and then uh, yeah. when the fucking iPhone technology came out, I had my first iPhone, and uh, I actually made my first beat on there, and um I went back to Canada in um, 2013 for the first time in 14 years to, to see all my family and stuff. And then um, it was quite funny. Actually linked up with this um, this chick that I was going to get to do some vocals on my tracks. And um, and she linked me up to my own cousin, my third cousin that I hadn't seen in about 20 years and who I got got into rap and hip-hop back in the day and... and um, and stuff so I was, I was producing more drum and bass and dubstep sort of stuff and then um linked up with him randomly and um and then uh we actually all i wrote a track and and we all um we all jumped on me and him did the verses and we got um jj to do the hook and it was just yeah, it was magic man and um my first time on the mic and stuff and then just went from there and um yeah it was quite crazy you know, just yeah, the universe that's... worked though yeah, dude. I had uh, I have some friends that do. Uh, well, they back in the day they did they did drum and bass tracks, and they were using uh, Reason. Oh, uh, yep, yep. Reason yeah, and wow, yeah. Their their stuff. I was never really into drum and bass too much, but like what they did was yep. amazing. You know. Yeah, it's wicked, man. 
I'm more like a rock and metal type guy, right? So. Yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love I love all that stuff too, man. I love all music, eh? you know, like yeah, a- anything with a good melody and good a good construction of uh, you know the, the lyrics and and everything like that. Um, for sure, you know, it's wicked and and just just randomly just uh, met all these musicians just on my travels, you know, throughout the world and and um, yeah, no, just that's been pretty crazy just with that alone. So, um, yeah. That's awesome. Get back into that as well as, as, um, the tattooing and, uh, and, um, and start this podcast up. Yeah, man. Start start spreading the word. I'm always encouraging people to start a podcast because it's so fucking easy, really, honestly, you know, it is, man. It's not the hardest thing. I mean, if you just put in the effort and, you know, the, the passion, you know, people are gonna people are gonna come your way, and it's 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 not really for me. It's not about the money or anything. It's just about getting the word out there, right? So well, that, that's exactly it. You know, when I when I released my album, I wasn't trying to be the next big producer or, or rapper or DJ. It was just it was just an accomplishment for me, and and also therapy as well. You know, and um, absolutely, and and, I, and all my proceeds actually went to the Christchurch earthquake appeal. Um, nice give back to the community I, you know i was a bit of a shithead growing up and uh so i thought it was my way of giving back you know what i'm saying yeah man like if I, honestly if i was rich dude i i wouldn't sit or sit on my laurels i'd be doing a lot of shit like to help people out you know what i'm saying like yeah man if only you know good people had money you know <laughs> exactly i know because exactly there's it, so many fucking billionaires and trillionaires out there that are just fucking doing evil shit. Exactly, man. Yep. Yes. So Waiting wait, wait out the the middle class, so they've got their 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 elite class and the peasant class is, is their agenda. So um, it's crazy, man. And and the, the the great reset or whatever you want to call it, the fourth industrial revolution, which I, I I've come to believe it's actually the fourth Reich, because. Yep. If you if you know of Klaus Schwab and, and the World Economic Forum and and all the associates and the Bilderberg Group and that, that well they are all Nazis and uh, if you look at them all they're actually all blonde hair blue eyed so they're all the Aryans and that Aryan agenda never really ended in in my beliefs. Yeah, um, it's the same thing with um you know how the system is like the school system, the education system yep. is pure indoctrination. Exactly. And then you go and then you work for a corporation and then you climb the ladder and then you shit on the people that are uh, below you. Right. Exactly. exactly. And then you make people's lives miserable. It causes suicide. It causes mental illness, everything. Yep. No, definitely. Brother, <clears throat> definitely. And, and, and it's, we've really all been enslaved um, since the 1300s under the Roman empire when they created the birth certificates. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's quite crazy. So, so I'm, an, I'm actually a, known as a kaitiaki in, um, in New Zealand. That's a, the Maori word for um, basically a, a diplomat um, because we've, we've been under fake laws like the, even with the crown in Canada, um, they're just a private corporation, you see. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. But so when the, when police have uh, taken their oath to the Commonwealth, which is we the people under the the Queen Her Majesty, but then they work for the Canadian or say the New Zealand government, um, well the, the the public the public and the private sector ca- cannot mix. So 
they're actually known in the court of law as ultra vires and, and they're imposters and, and they just use trickery to um, enter people into contracts, whether it's verbal or written, because um, they're just there to make issue claims and, and nothing more. Um, and then to, to go into the court process, so it's it's pretty interesting once you know the actual the true laws and and how we're all registered at birth as a, a corporate entity, as a sense or a constructive trust, and hence why all your, your government ID is all in capital letters, because we're, we're registered as lost at sea. As, yeah, maritime yeah. law, yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah, so it's, it's pretty pretty crazy. Everything, so, uh, everything connects to, through language too, like doctor. Yeah. Like in the Definitely. doctor's birth to you, right? Yeah. Through exactly. the doc. Yeah, yeah, well, well <laughs> unless you're, unless you're a, a ship, you were, you were never birthed. You yeah. Know, and, 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 and everything, go, everything is a ship membership, yep, dictatorship, yep, exactly. everything, citizenship, relationship, even. Yep, yep, citizenship. You know, so that's why when you go to court, you stand in the dock, and and the judge will say all rise because he's summoning the dead. Yeah, it's, it's it's quite interesting, um, quite interesting stuff to uh to know about. And uh, an old buddy of mine, um, he actually put me onto these these cards, which. The um, 1834 trading flag, which was gifted to the um, the natives of, of the Pacific Islands, which is the triangle from Hawaii Key down to uh, Tawaka Maui, which is the South Island, and then um, across to uh, Rapa Nui, which is the, the East, Easter Island. And that, yep. that Polynesian triangle is, is actually a recognized, recognized nation that uh, America's obviously infiltrated uh, Hawaii and um, the New Zealand government, the Crown infiltrated um, um, New Zealand and started the New Zealand Land Company, which is just a corporation again, you see? Yep. So uh, my, my ambassador, her, her uh, grandfather was one of the high chiefs on, uh, it's called the 1835 Hifaka um that was drafted up and basically to protect the people from the, the Crown and... Um, yeah, so once you know all that stuff, it's 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 quite it's quite weird to know you've sort of been lied to um, your whole life, and and your birth certificate's all about um, the money or the putia, as we say in, in Maori here. And um, yeah, it's it's just it's really interesting. Like um, I found out recently how the uh, Finnish people in Finland um, claimed back all their all rights, and every Finnish citizen was paid. Uh, Two hundred thousand dollars and and collect their dividends every year. So wow, pretty, yeah, it's pretty out of it. And um and also apparently the, the the crown's going up, the the people versus the crown in the Supreme Court in Canada right now. Um because there's no treaty, um and and if there's no treaty, then the crown's going to be kicked off New Zealand land. I mean, sorry, right. Can, Canadian land. Yeah, so. So there's a big, there's a big, huge awakening going at the moment, um, versus the um, the Great Reset, as they call it, and um, and and from my knowledge that I've gained, that the the Great Reset starts here in uh, Aotearoa or New Zealand, as um, the rest of the world would would know it. Um, yeah, pretty interesting. It's yeah. very interesting, um, and all, all of us podcasters are just. You know, we we dig into all this shit, right? So we yeah. uh, we know what's going on. We're very well aware, 
and then we get people such as yourself like reaching out to us right so yeah yeah we gotta, gotta get everybody's story out there like my show is for people to come on here and get their story out like use it as your soapbox right so that's yeah, exactly yeah, what i want you to do for for me tonight and my audience yeah no no awesome yeah and it's just funny how i got put on to you brother i um i was listening to the um cult of conspiracy that podcast um which they're they're really good and um and then I yep, heard they your one, one right yeah yeah and I heard the podcast with you and then I was like oh the Red Pill Cartel and I was like oh this sounds cool and then um and then listened to your one and then that's when I reached out to you and then I actually hadn't heard back for a week or so and I was I was listening to um one of your your next ones I might have been episode sixty one or. I think it was 61 or 62 maybe. But um, anyways, and um, and I was listening to it and and, and I just had this thought, oh, I better check my email. And you'd emailed me like 13 minutes beforehand and I was like, wow. And then and then heard how you were from Brampton and that's where um, my nana and pops' family home was in Brampton. So it's like... Right. Yeah. A like little secret city going on, right? Yeah, yeah. Just some, just yeah. some weird, weird stuff, man. And it's just like, oh, it was just meant to be, you know? Yeah, I've been having uh, a lot of those recently. <laughs> just a lot of like weird connections that I just attribute it to God, like sending it my way, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. putting that positive energy out there and I'm getting some some things back to me in unexpected ways. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's what it's about. It's about always, I'm a strong believer in, in karma and in what, what you put into the universe, you'll receive back, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and always always trust your gut, always trust your intuition, and and um, and always question everything. You know, a hundred percent, man. I couldn't agree with you any more than that. The times I've gone against my my gut, it's bit me in the ass hard, and it's like when I've known, you know, and uh, and um, and then the times that I've I've acted on my intuition, it's come to fruition, and um, and saved me from situations as well, you know, and and guided me and. and in this uh, spiritual, spiritual world we live in, and um, yeah, it's just, it's just so bizarre. It's uncanny, you know. Yeah, it truly is, man. Like I've had shit happen to me for so long and didn't realize, like, you know, because I wasn't, my intuition wasn't as strong, right? Like I wasn't tapping into it. Yeah, yeah. But then looking back, when you look back on situations like that, you're like holy shit, that happened because of this or that, you know, like you start connecting things in your mind, yeah. like very strong, right? Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, yeah. And then just knowing things that, that's happened, I've had some premonitions that um that came to fruition. One, I'll crack up one, I won't spend too long on it, but years ago when we were at high school, you know, probably I think it was the summer, the year I lost my mother. And um, so I was on my own in, in New Zealand um, with no family and stuff. And, um, I was I was flung right into a Maori family, my you know my my whanau here now and um, but uh, anyways we, we were at a, um this, this girl we used to go to school with her dad was obviously a a, a pot grower or, or you know had lots of pot and they'd they'd be naughty and go find us a stash of weed and bring some buds to school and and anyways we're at we're at a party at her house in the summer after you know school break and um and we're um standing in the back backyard, me and a buddy of mine, we had no we had no pot and um her her dad collected all these um V dub beetles, you know, the old Herbies and like had 
you know, probably fucking 50 on a section. And um, I was having my mate on, and I was like, oh, I know with some potters. And he's like, where? And I was like, that, that black V-dub that's parked up, you know, in front of the garage, under the front seat. And I was just trying to get him to go and have a look and just, just pull a joke on him, you know. And right. started think, thinking I was crazy and stuff. So I was like, I, I didn't even know if the car was unlocked. And, you know, there was five cars at the five of them up the driveway, whatever. And so I was just like, I'll just go pull the door. It's probably locked and just pulling the finger, you know, just pulling a prank on him. Well, should I go up, open the door? And I was like, oh, shit. And, and then I reached under the seat and I was like, I'll just pull out the finger. Well, fucking reach under the seat and I feel this plastic bag and it was full of ounces. And I pulled an ounce out and like went white as a ghost. And my mate's like, how the hell did you know that was there? And I was like, I didn't. And then like, we were naughty, we took it. But that was just a lesson for the my friend's father to tidy your stuff up because uh, some 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 15-year-old kid can just find it somehow <laughs> right. consciously, you know, like tidy it up. And um, yeah, no, nah, it was, that was fucking real bizarre. So that's when I kind of knew, like, wow, I do have that sixth sense ability if I use it. And um, and uh, just, yeah, as I said, always, always trust your instincts and... and which is Which can be awesome. difficult because there's a lot of uh, filters that we have up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we got to kind of like drop those filters and kind of be like almost like innocent like a child, right? Like you yeah, kind of have to get rid of all the shit that, that's been thrown at you throughout the years that that puts those filters up, yeah, right? Man. Use yeah. your imagination a little bit more like a child, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And just, and just go with what resonates with you, you know what I mean? And for one, it's like stop get fluoride out of your life because it cal- calcifies the pineal gland, you know? And right. I mean, and I'm thinking, I've been shit at brushing my teeth for the years, you know, and, and I've never had one filling. And I was like, so the, the fluoride clearly doesn't help your teeth, um, you know? But I, I remember drinking the water in Canada and I just couldn't even drink it. Like, I don't even drink tap water here. Um, I, can't, I can't drink tap water. It's gross. Yeah, yeah. And I've got to find the right um, water, you know? Like, some of them I've been drinking and then it's like, been feeling a bit funny and it's like oh made by coca-cola and it's like added fluoride and i'm like oh throw that in the trash you know but um there was there was a um a brand up here um that that came from one of the springs and and it actually stipulated on the label no added fluoride same with my toothpaste i use now no fluoride and um yeah it's just about um uncalcifying that pineal gland and um and uh and awakening it, you know, we whether yep. it's through me, me, through meditation or through um, things like uh, magic mushrooms or um, DMT or any. There's of a lot of things stuff, that help. Know? Yeah, there's a lot of things that help. Um, even um, <clears throat> the product that I've been using now, curcumin. Yep. And it's just like giving me all this fucking energy that I didn't know that it had in me, and I'm like, holy shit, you know? It yeah, just allows the- me to vibrate on a much higher level. Definitely, man. Definitely, and funny, funny about the mushrooms. I, I, I just got back up to the um, North Island. I was down in Christchurch and and had had some buzzy experiences down there. Um, and I and and I get back up home and I open my back door and oh, what's there? It's just a whole bunch of gold tops, you know. Just a whole garden full of mushrooms just sitting there waiting for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah. I, I, I'm not necessarily too much into the psychedelics. I just. Uh, Cause when I was 14 years old, I did acid. Right. And yep. that was like the first fucking drug I ever tried. 
Yeah. Because my buddy was like, oh, here, take this, put, put this on your tongue for five minutes and then whatever, right? Yeah. He's like, it'll make you feel like you're drunk. And I'm like, duh, okay. Fuck, 45 minutes later, I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, what could... I've I've had I've had some of those ones actually on, on my way um back up here I stopped stopped in um in Auckland and um caught up with one of my brothers um I've known for a very long time and hadn't seen for a while and he's like oh, I've got something for you brother you need some love and and he had the sugar cubes with the liquid LSD drops in it and oh shit and had one of those and man it was beautiful man it was the enlightenment that I needed on um my journey back up here of just a whole bunch of other chaos going on in my life at the moment, but um, yeah, man, it was it was it was good, and it and it. Yeah, I just uh, I just don't feel like I need to do it again because I already no. know that there's a there's another uh, there's already a, I already know that there's a veil pulled over over everybody's eyes, right? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, man, already sure. been lifted. So I don't need to do it again, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. No, man. Yeah, yeah, no. It's it's, it's um. That's it, and that's one of those things that you just have every now and again in the right setting. If you're you're into it still, you know what I mean. Yeah. With the with the right people and stuff like that, but yeah, um, I, yeah, I really want to try um ayahuasca or um or DMT. I've got a DMT. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had a buddy, well, buddy, a friend of mine's um friend. I've I've met him a few times. He's actually uh he's a shaman. He's actually over in Peru at the moment in the jungle. <laughs> so um yeah, he's he's um. He's a cool dude, and and told us all about it. Yeah, it was, that's wild. It helps if you have like a like a trip center for sure. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Somebody's that's not cool. gonna fuck with you while you're on it, right? Exactly. Yeah, you got to be in the right setting and with, yeah. with the right people you trust and and stuff, you know. But um, yeah, man, it's 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 a crazy world out there, and um, New Zealand's uh, yeah, where it all begins, brother. I've, I've got some crazy stories about about here. Yeah, let's get into it, man. Like you were telling me, like there's some crazy uh, shit that you didn't. I didn't. I said. I said to you, um, don't tell me now. I want to hear it when you come on. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Live, live and direct, day, eh, brother. Yeah. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, wow. So obviously, um, we had, if you know, we had the the, the earthquakes back in 2010. Um, I remember that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I guess my journey really began. Like, I've I've always known things, and just always known there's a there's a um a secret. Um, well, you know, secrets, but there's there's secret things behind behind the the shit show um, running things, and um and it was really, I guess, nine eleven um, that really came out and into the forefront of it all and um and I, I mean i knew straight away that it was some bullshit um and you know just with like the pentagon being hit and no surveillance of it and it's like yeah. that's, pro- that's probably the most protected airspace in the world um and just you know how a 737 fits into a 16 foot hole, hole and all the rest yeah. of it, blah 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 and- a friend uh and his a f- my friend of mine and his mother both worked at the pentagon yeah yeah, and uh, I believe she had the day off that day. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But they both claim that there's no fucking way it was a plane that hit it. Oh, a hundred percent. Now it definitely wasn't, and um, and it was con- coincidentally on the on the side of the Pentagon that was undergoing renovations at the time and stuff. But I mean, I don't know if you've seen all the footage of it, but I I, I watched uh, one of the documentaries, Loose Change. 
And um, they actually, like, you could, they zoomed into the hole and you could see a, like, book overturned on a stool just sitting there. And it's like, okay, so so if it was a plane and all that, and then the how many ever thousands of litres of jet fuel melted down the, 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 the Twin Towers, then, uh, oh, that, that, that book must be an indestructible way, brother. You know what right? I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. And just and then just all the the fuckery with the twin towers and the and the cover ups of gold they went missing the the insurance um the insurance claims that were taking out or policies taken out on it just before it happened and of blah, course blah, yeah. blah, and, and there's I mean, so much I mean, evidence you, that's like stacked against the narrative right yeah yeah and and I'm also a fucking you know I've done a lot of structural engineering as well I'm a fabricator welder by trade as well so that um I know I know how that stuff works. Which will lead me into the, the, the New Zealand and Christchurch stuff, but um, but just those I know knowing the buildings and that. I mean, for, for one, most of the, the explosions were outside the the um the the, the buildings themselves. Um, but then a further examination, looking, and you could actually see a little explosion before it hit, like it was to ignite the the jet fuel. Um, and that's if you're looking at it that way. I've also seen them collapse where there was no plane even hit it and it would just look like a bomb blew up in the corner. So whether that could have been um, holographic technology or, or whatever, you know, like... Could have been. Got to remember Tupac came back from the dead however many years ago and did a live concert, holographic. Yeah, you know? Ronnie James Dio did too and Michael yeah. Jackson. Yeah, exactly, man, you know, and um, and I've been I'm talking about holographic technology for years like everything you see in movies it's science fiction eventually becomes science fact but it was always science fact and they're just absolutely playing it, playing it off as science fiction because it's yep. predictive programming you know what i'm saying 100 percent. yeah yeah so, so so back into the christchurch stuff anyways um so as i said i was doing structural engineering and uh 2007 2008 um well, 2007, I actually got out of jail. I did a bit of time in there for being a misfit, and um, which was probably the best thing that happened to me. And, and walked out of there with my uh, engineering qualifications, and that's where I learned how to tattoo and and basically used it as a living living um, college. And um, actually walked out of the 86 kgs ripped, going in at you know, 55 kgs, you know, and, and learned how to be a personal trainer and all that sort of stuff. So it was, it was great. But yeah, so I ended up working for a um, company. I started the, the week after getting out. Um, I actually went to three companies and, and produced my, my um, resume. And, uh, and and the first thing I said, I've just, you know, served two and a half years in Christchurch prison. If, if, if that's going to, um, you know, be the, outweigh the, your decision of, of of me getting the job today save save you know save our time now and um and I actually got the choice of all three jobs and was like wow I, was, I couldn't believe the power I now had um and chose to go with this one company anyway and we were actually doing yeah, the seismic earthquake strengthening around all the heritage buildings in Christchurch um I worked with them for probably a good year and a half um before I went to another company, but but yeah, it was just it was crazy that we did all that and um, and then we had the earthquakes like they were they were um, manufactured in a sense because um, they they collapsed the cathedral and it's what over ten years later now um, 
and they still have not rebuilt it. And and part of this whole agenda is they're trying to collapse religion, as as you may know. Um, so um, it was just really weird. And then to find out that Prince Charles actually went to Christ College in Christchurch, and this is where I've been told the great the great reset starts. Okay, so um, ten years later. Um, 2010 was the first earthquake in Christchurch. It was actually the year that my um my youngest daughter was born, um, and then um we had a, we had the second one in uh, 2011, um, and it was actually on her mother's birthday. Funnily enough, anyways, um, and that and that was more targeted in the city, um. Fast forward ten years. Uh, back then, I said, "Oh, yeah, we'd probably we'd be lucky to have ten another ten years on the planet." You know, I kind of realised how the world would work, and this was without me diving down any rabbit holes and doing any research or anything like that. I just sort of just sort of knew in the back of my mind how it worked. And um, ten years later, um, uh, well, just about ten years later, well, we we have the um, the mosque shooting here. Um, yeah, that that was live streamed and uh, yeah, very bizarre with that one. Um, you know, the Christchurch police signed off on twenty six hundred rounds of AR fifteen ammunition, and, and New Zealand's a country that very strict on the um, firearms laws and um, and don't have um, handguns really ready readily available to the to the public. Um, let alone like AR-15s and stuff like that. I mean, I can if, if you've got your licences, but but the guy, uh, Brendan Tarrant, who actually was the the shooter, um, he was from Australia and um, lived down in the bottom of the South Island in, in Dunedin, and there was an incident where he um, blew, shot his, or blew his thumb off um, reloading his own ammunition, which was never talked about. Um, this was pre the moss shooting, and um, and part of a, gl- a gun club down there, I believe. Um, but anyways, um, the whole shooting thing was based on, like, the white supremacist and blah, 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 and, and all that sort of stuff. Well, I've, I've grown up in the underworld over here, and, and I've known all the, the different clubs and gangs and, and um, white power, if you want to know, so to speak, or whatever, and I've never, ever heard them ever talk about no Muslims or anything like that. So um, straight away when that happened, I was like, oh, I knew it was, a you know, like a red flag. Um, like a false flag, yeah. Yeah, false flag. <clears throat> and, um, and uh, yeah, my um, my daughter's actually was friends with one of the families and she didn't know too much about it, but knew she was getting paid. They were getting paid hush money about it and stuff. And um, shit, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really weird. And just how he, um, how he had manifestos online and and, and they, not they are. And, and exactly, and live yeah. streamed it and all this sort of stuff because it all got everyone had the videos around here. I've never actually watched it or seen it, but it all got yeah. remotely, remotely deleted off everyone's device. Everyone that had it just remotely deleted off their device. And I've I've had other stuff remotely deleted off mine as well. But um, same with the, the Buffalo shooter also had a manifesto, yeah, exactly right. <clears throat> and, and they had to get away with it. It's like, mate, like I couldn't, you know, um. 
I couldn't post up, have a manifesto of me saying I'm, I'm traveling the country with a fucking pound of weed, mate, without getting fucking caught. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and he manages to do that and then blames the white supremacy sort of stuff, um, or extremist terrorist or whatever. And, and then our gun laws get changed. And then, um, and within not even two weeks later, I get raided for firearms. You know what I mean? And, and, right. With 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 no warrant because they don't need a warrant now, and and they both both police turned up with sidearms with Glocks because they don't. But the, up until then, the New Zealand police never carried firearms on them on their persons, you know. Um, and yeah, so it was it's just really bizarre how that all just unfolded, and then and then and then you skip forward another year, almost to date, and we go into lockdown in Christchurch, um, right? And up until two weeks up until that lockdown um, we had it was called the Eagle One which is the Black Hawk helicopter that, that circled Christchurch for two weeks and it had facial recognition up to a kilometre away and thermal imaging and, um, Jesus. and, me, and me, me and the boys were laughing I was like I, was like, oh, I wonder how many people they seen fucking at night or having a masty you know like you know, <laughs> with the thermal imaging alright but yeah, they were flying around for that, and then two weeks, and then boom, we went into lockdown. And and I mean, I called bullshit on it straight away, you know, like I was just like, yeah, oh, just some bullshit virus. Yeah, like you're jerking off, and then you hear a helicopter, put it back in your pants. Mm. Right? Yeah, exactly. So so we go into lockdown, and then so while we're in lockdown, they install all the five G towers and all the facial recognition cameras around Christchurch. Okay. And um, which was really weird. And one night, me and me and um, my brother, we were we were sitting in the garage having a, having a session, and I actually think we we're on on some acid. And um, and then we hear this fucking noise, and we're like, "There's no planes flying right now." And um, and look up, mate, and it's this drone that's that was probably the size of a small car, just like straight over our house, going going in because they have all these military um drones. In New Zealand, and uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. Are there uh, are there videos of like these drones on YouTube in New Zealand and shit, or what? They could be. I'm I'm not too sure, brother. I'm not too sure, but I, I know up here in the in the in, so I was down in Christchurch, which is on the east coast of the South Island, and I'm now up in in Northland, pretty much on the top, um, on the west coast. Um, and I my buddy was telling me how they they they. They use the drones to to hit the coastline, um, where to find people's um, you know their plots, their weed plots, mm-hmm. and and then no shit. As soon as he's telling me, we look and we could see it, and he's like, "Yep, the ones with the red and green blinking lights," and and you can see it just going down the coastline and and looking for the growers doing all the growing all the OG, you know, the ocean growing weed behind the dunes and stuff, and um, right, and it was just like wow, crazy, and like yeah, I've had uh. I've had friends shoot a drone that that came into their backyard and um and sort of tilted up so it was facing like at them like you know um vertically and I guess with a camera or whatever and he pulled out a shotgun mate and fucking blew it to pieces though. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's been there's been a few drones and 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 shit around, man, and um. Yeah, it's crazy. So that that whole um thing, so Christchurch is now under um full full facial recognition and not not even known to the public, but I know. And as I said, I've got I've got friends that are um one of my buddy, he's a fourteenth degree Mason. Um and I've had a lot of talks with him and I was trying to read Pilima but because he was 
sort of CNN and it was all to do with the Trump election and, and stuff. And I've, I never, ever followed politics. I'm anti-establishment. Um, Same um, here. And, um, but I was, I was, the thing that made me started following Trump and stuff um, and just following that whole election was um, I watched this um, YouTube video years, years prior and it was some ancient 1800 script scriptures and it was saying um might have been notre dame or something and saying how trump would be the last u.s president so that's why i was finding out follow started following the election and then realized oh what he'd done for the economy and how the you know because i was like oh he's just an actor you know he's a bit fucking joke look fucking they've got fucking trump as a president you know but then when i realized what he'd done and, and everything like that um and and how you know going on about the deep state and fake news and exposing all that right and then, like, oh, yeah. then i'm thinking oh maybe he is the good guy maybe he is the, the whole thing and then and then until operation warp speed and then um and everything that's unfolded and it's like if, so if i know enough information about the clintons and and the epstein's island and all that and i'm here it's in little you know a nobody in New Zealand. Um, how come all these people are, uh, are still walking free? And then, and then, I just came to the conclusion of, of of what I've always really gathered about the whole political stage, which is nothing more than just the stage. And they've created the whole left and right um, wing to to for more division. Same with religion, in a sense. One hundred percent. Yeah. Was created for division and and. And it's like they're just playing good cop, bad cop, and and basically Trump's just there to um to keep all those millions of patriots at bay with all their guns and stuff because it's the one percent that fear the rest of the the ninety nine percent of us, you know. If, yep. if we all rose up as people, so I believe, I strongly believe Trump's all part of the plan, and he's just another actor and and playing good guy unless prove me wrong, and there is this. QAnon conspiracy of, of some some high military in the background doing some shit and people you know um, getting arrested or going to be arrested when the time comes and and hey I, I hope that happens I hope that happens but I, I strongly believe it's not and and part of their true evil was is, is actually exposing themselves and that's Trump exposing them and, and if you look at him he's another Aryan as well you know what I mean and Yep, and if he's still fucking still um, enforcing this um, vaccine agenda, well, then he's he's another dictator and another. Um... Yeah, well, it's 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 made me realize that <coughs> I can't fucking trust any politician, no matter how great they may yep. seem. To yep. Fucking come on the scene and be like, okay, no abortion laws that or or, or now we, we're banning abortions. Now we're you know. We're gonna make you keep your gut. Like anybody that like comes on the scene and declares to be yeah. like the hero of the people, that's it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and 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 that whole of of Trump being the last U.S. president will kind of came to fruition because Joe Biden's clearly a fucking demented puppet, fucking pedophile. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, and I, I, um I got hairy legs that turn blonde yeah. in the sun. Yeah, yeah, just right, um, and you know, and he he supported the KKK back in the day, and 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 just there's so much fuckery, the whole Hunter Biden shit, and um, all the pedo shit, and and the Ukraine bio labs, and this proxy war, and then you know Zelensky, who's another World Economic Forum installment, you know, 
same as Jacinda Ardern. She's a Lumi for the for the um for uh, the Pacific or of you know for um Australasia or whatever. Um, yeah, and, and then Oceania, like let's, Oceania. Let our countries uh give your tax money to these fucking uh, money laundering countries, right? Yeah, yeah. But really, when they the only reason they're getting all this money is from our birth certificates because from the day we're born, born they're borrowing money against their name. So your credit rating is actually in fact perfect by the time you turn eighteen. Right. Because they've they've been you know every citizen's entitled to so like say. Um, beneficiaries or you know welfare they claim the taxpayers pay the the welfare or the beneficiaries no they everyone's entitled to that money and I believe it's in New Zealand's two hundred and eighteen thousand dollars a year where they'll pay the 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 their welfare or beneficiaries uh fifteen thousand dollars a year or upwards whatever and keep the rest as administration and trustee fees yeah so yeah it's crazy yeah I was actually um you can actually exit the New Zealand government under and the and and be under just the primary um, jurisdiction alone, which is um, the Pacific Islands or Timor One and Nui Akiwa is what it's called, and it's a recognised nation where the um, UN stamped it and blah blah blah, and, and and it dates back to the treaty and and stuff. Where what they're doing is they just pay off every year the Treaty of Waitangi. They 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 pay the envelope envelopes off to the the three top iwi or whatever the native different iwi of the land and basically who are sell out selling out their their natives and their country for the putia for the money you know but um yeah it's fucking it's insane crazy. man it's, it's a, yeah it's crazy so um and i had my buddy a while ago um so after the lockdowns and the lockdowns um you know i, I call bullshit on it and i i actually had knee injuries um, I had injured knees for two years, come off a dirt bike and and uh, and a Harley as well, um, and um, um, so I was. That's when I started diving down the rabbit hole, and and so I'd actually released a track when I first came up to Northland uh, back in um, twenty fifteen called Fact and Theory, and we're talking about nine eleven and the conspiracy theories, and and my buddy up here who's actually a Mason as well, and and it was just. We linked through tattooing and it turned out he made music and he played a drum and bass track that he'd emceed on. I was what the hell? And like, so we linked up and um, so we yeah, released this. We actually released this track on 9 11 um, in 2015 um, and um, and talking about it. And um, so later on, and you know, with these knee injuries and stuff, it's 2019 and um, I'd actually. Um, got the all-seeing eye tattooed on my forehead because I've got a birthmark and I'd shaved my head for the first time in 20 years and my daughter's like, oh, Dad, what's that on your head? And I was like, fucking, I'm putting a tattoo there because I grew up with that my, my whole life, you know, and um, chose to get the, the, the all-seeing eye and, and red, not even um, realising some of my first tattoos I'd done on myself were, um, were, were tri- triangles or pyramids in, in a sense and it was just, it was weird itself. But um, Wow. And um and then that's when I sort of started diving down the rabbit hole and it was uh, I think it was uh I was listening to a Be Real um podcast when you know does the hot boxing in the car and he was interviewing Joe Rogan and then um Be Real uh, from uh, Cypress Hill right yeah man yeah, yeah yeah right so so and I, I never really watched the podcast or anything like that but I've seen it somehow and um and um 
and then and they were talking about Alex Jones and and then how he returned. So then I fucking watched the fucking Joe Rogan po- podcast with him, and that's how it got me onto Joe Rogan. And I was like, that's the fear factor, fucking UFC guy, and uh, <laughs> and 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 then started watching Alex Jones, and I was just like, fuck, oh yeah, fuck, this guy's out of it. And and then watched a lot of the other ones, you know, Bob Lazar and sort of stuff, and it sort of brought back memories of just stuff that I knew years ago. I heard somehow through the grapevine or whatever. And, um, yeah, so I, I really dove down there and then that put me onto David Icke. And then I was like, Oh my God. And then I, I played back my track that we uh, re- released in 2015 fact and theory. And, um, my mate, and my mate, Andy, Dr. Apocalypse, he goes by. And, um, <laughs> um, we, um, he, he uh, he had said in, in, in his his lyrics, he was like, I was exposing the, the corruption in the governments and that, and he was speaking like he was from the government and justifying why they do it. And he's like, you know, David Ott was right, I fight for psycho-talking wizards and, and stuff like that, right? And, and it was just like, wow, like he'd said all this stuff and I didn't even really take the notice or the research back then and so got put onto all that sort of stuff and... That's kind of when I went down the rabbit hole and then um, started connecting all the dots. And, um, yeah, kind of wish I took the blue pill because ignorance is bliss, but I took the red one and, uh, man, the burrows are deep, eh? And it's just one thing leads to a, to another. And, um, and Dude, then, you can, and, once you take the red pill, there's no fucking – you can't take not, the blue pill to drown it out. Like No, no way, man. Take, like, once you take one red pill – you could take like a million blue pills, but it won't affect you, you know? Oh, it won't affect you in a way, but it, it, and it was just funny, yeah. And, and red's my colour being Canadian and just always been my favourite colour. And so it was just, uh, it's just funny how it's, um, it's just all panned out. But then, um, so like my first-hand experiences here in New Zealand, like, and just knowing, you know, we're the first to, um, to create, uh, um, if if post, you know, like the um the the cashless cards, you know, your your fucking debit cards or credit, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um and just stuff. We've always been the first for a lot of stuff and um and just like the technology here is so much crazy. Like when I went back to Canada it was like going back in time. Like what you still have to like use like exact change for the bus. Like, you know, like um we're and here, just top here, shit. you're like, like beep. You're just, just here it's just like you pay wave a card you know and you got a card man your bus card that you load with money it, that's that, see that's weird to me because like i had a, a best friend back in the day i, I lost contact with him but he, his parents used to go to new zealand all the time they had property there yeah and I, I never really realized that you know that new zealand was like that like they were more like quote unquote advanced right yeah man yeah, it, yeah, it was weird. It was like up until the um, internet days, we were like in the public eye. We we were kind of always behind, brother. Like you know, like I brought Wu Tang Clan back here, like the first the Thirty Six Chambers album on cassette tape here, and no one ever heard of them. And then two years later, everyone's wearing Wu Wear and stuff. You know what I mean? And it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, and then um, and then um, <clears throat> yeah, but then. Like when the internet caught on and 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 that started, it just became like, you know, like we have 
like e-scooters now. I think you've probably got them in Toronto, but they came around. You can just have scooters parked up all around the city and, and pay your fucking yep. on your app and fucking and off you go on that and bikes as well. And um, yeah, it's crazy. And like, so like I went on my first electric bus um, that, that was crazy. And it had like your little Wi-Fi like jack so you could plug your fucking phone in and, and charge it while you're on the bus and stuff. Yeah. See, some of these things, these things aren't really bad necessarily, but where do you think it gets insidious? Well, they're trying to, they're trying to create smart cities and, um, and basically fully control the population and um, weed out everyone out of the rural areas because they want to collapse. Obviously, they're collapsing society, right? And, they, and they're getting rid of the middlemen middle men and, and they want to get rid of farming. And as you've heard, probably, if you know, the World Economic Forum's 10, 10 um, predictions or 10 plans for the, for the, the 2030 agenda, um, you know how the first, you know the first ones. You own nothing and be happy. You rent everything. Yeah. And delivered by drones. Eat, well, eat bugs instead of steak. Exactly, exactly. They grow fungus. Terms. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, and three <laughs> D printing fucking meat and shit, right? So they, they they're trying to collapse the farmer because New Zealand's a big farming community and a bee uh, bee community as well, um, as well as everything. But it, it all begins here because our continent Zealandia which is 90% underwater um, before our um, before our actual continent touches the ocean floor we have the biggest waterways and all the currencies actually flow to New Zealand right and not only that we're the closest to the Antarctic to to BY so that's that's why it starts in um, Christchurch because that's the, the the second biggest city in New Zealand but it's the major city of the South Island and um and also, coincidentally enough, being one of the 33 resilient cities of the world um, listed in the Rockefeller documents, you know. And the, as the you know, 30, again, 33. 33, well, that's the most significant number in the world. It relates to the 33 vertebrae in your spine, also the 33 degree masons and, and the 33 that uh, goes into... Um, when Christ uh, died on the cross, 33 years old. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just so many things, and and even the number thirty three in symmetry, how it makes up everything, and 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 stuff like that. You know, so, um, yeah, it's 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 all it's all weird. It's weird as, but um, so anyways, talking to um, in relation to the earthquakes and and stuff like that, because if you know about harp technology and and um, you know the harp in um, Alaska, um. How they've and how they've been creating or well, manipulating the weather since the sixties. You know, I, can't, I believe it was sixty two or sixty three. I can't remember exactly, but um, but I've been talking about chemtrails for fucking twenty years. You know, and seeing them in Christchurch flying over, and you know, there's a there's a huge difference between a contrail and a chemtrail. And like yeah. I've actually got got photos of them in, in Canada. <clears throat> driving to work one morning and it's a bluebird day. And then I, I drive down and it, I was working down in St. George, um, which is just um, between Cambridge and um, Brentford. And, and our, our parking lot um, overlooked sort of the planes into Hamilton. And I could see all these planes and they were like, there's about two or three of them and all flying in the same, you know, flying west in the same direction. And, you know, you could see obviously other ones. There's probably about fucking, I don't know, 10 to 15 maybe and they're, cr- they're crisscross too 
Yeah, yeah. Well, these ones weren't crisscross. These were all in a straight line this day. Same direction. At the same direction. I was like, well, there's, there's either something really important going on out west or, you know, like, you know, but I'm like the fucking chemtrails anyway. So I go into the workshop and blah, 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 get ready to load up the truck and, and then start going out to load up the truck, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes later. And it was like cloudy for the rest of the day. I was like, you motherfuckers, you ruined the fucking beautiful day once again, you know? Right. But, but, um, but it's not only that, what they're spraying in the atmosphere, they reckon they call it smart dust or whatever, which is nano particles and, and yeah. stuff. Um, but also, you know, trying to, block out the sun for the whole climate change agenda and blah 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 but the, the reason what they want to block out the sun is is that so we don't get the sun's frequency because that's what produces the vitamin d in our body which know? which uh when the grand solar flare hits right yeah yeah our 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 fucking dormant dna will be unlocked and we're going to be like superheroes exactly for the ones yeah. that aren't vaccinated Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's like, already manipulated, right? So they can't. Yeah. They harness that potential. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it's all the, you know, MK Ultra, whether, you know, that's what I believe the, the, the Brendan Tarrant, the Moss shootings, and that was just so they could get the gun control <coughs> and create more fear. Because once you have the world in fear, you have it in the palm of your hands. You know, you, you, you turn on the news and there's ne- no, never no good news, is there? It's always fucking bullshit. And it's just lies and deceit to um again for the the 99 to fight each other you know yep 100 so, so we had like the 501 de- deportees from australia that were all like new zealand nationality or whatever deported back to new zealand which created more gangs you know like we, we got mongols here now and and banditos and international gangs that were never here before because we already had enough of our own gangs here you know and and that's just again creating more division and and um and for us to fight each other, not them. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was I was, I was talking about uh, geez, like, sorry, I go on these tangents and they just lead to another story. But um, no, it's okay. But but going back to the earthquake thing, um, so talking to my buddy um, who's a mason um, and and I was trying to read Palma a bit about the the elections and and you know, the whole left and right, because I, I was guessing he's more left-wing, maybe, and, and just because he's watching CNN and, you know, all the all the fake news ones. And um, and we were talking about the testing, and I was, and I was showing them, um, I follow a doctor, he's called Dr. Rashid Buttar, and that's who I actually just, it just somehow came up on my algorithm or whatever, and um, following him right at the start of the pandemic. And, um, <clears throat> and he was, I was watching one of his, um, you know, um, videos and, and he was talking about how the, um, PCR tests and, um, how, how they were, the, the, they were saying they were wrapped in, um, natural cotton, but they were actually wrapped in silver nanofibers. And this, um, this, this black chick in America, um, did this home video and she's like, you look, yo, you know, like, don't take those covid test you know and, and she pulls these fibers apart and she pulls apart a q-tip with the cotton fibers and you can obviously tell the difference between cotton and silver fibers and as soon as she held these fibers close to each other they started grabbing each other and they were like alive essentially right fuck that's the same thing in the masks well yeah similar yeah yeah <coughs> yeah 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 and anyways and this doctor's like showing this and i was like wow wow and and um 
I've actually got um, a friend of mine who's um, sister's a nurse and she's actually quitting the nursing because they wanted Ted to have the jabs, whatever, but she, she's not taking the booster. Um, but she's going to try and get the test because they tried to make her have one. She's seen the silver fibre. She's like, no, nah, no. Nah. So, so we're going to get it to debunk it ourselves. But, um, but anyways, I'm talking to my buddy about it and he goes, yeah. And I was like, and then the, so this um, doctor then was saying about his colleague remembered this old CIA document where they were doing mind control by inserting nanotechnology in through the um, the um, nasal passage because there's the porous plate in there between you know your nasal passage and your brain and yeah. the, the whole twisting motion to get these nanofibers into the brain. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I was just like, wow, buzzing out. And I was like, yeah, well, for a virus so deadly that you've got to stay two meters apart and got to wear a mask because these little droplets is like, why, why can't they just test my saliva? Because they've got my DNA on file from doing right. a mouth swab years ago. You know what I mean? And we're like, duh, you know? And that's when I said, started saying it's about the vaccine rollout that's going to come. Because I actually, um, back in 2018, Everlast put out a track called uh, The Culling. And it was like his only hit, sort of hip-hop track on the, his whole album. And I shared it. And it was right when that um, big uh, Italy... <coughs> The, the Italy bridge collapsed that was like the trans highway between somewhere in Italy or Rome or whatever and it was collapsed from a lightning strike and I was just oh that's bullshit and I was like that's when it, I said it's beginning because it's they're trying to, to segregate people now into the different sectors and stuff and um and this track came out so I started talking stuff and this was even before I like you know discovered Alex Jones and, and started diving right down and doing my own research and like you know I always knew Bill Gates was fucking a piece of shit piece but of um, shit. <laughs> yeah 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 but um anyways and um so yeah no, I'd actually I'd left up up at Northland and, and went down south and then sort of lost contact with friends but I talked to them and, and a lot of them actually listened to me and, and what they might have thought I sounded like crazy and stuff because that's actually what I was going down the rabbit hole and you know about everything and and started to anyways trust me i've been there brother and and got yeah yeah and i I just got the um the all seeing eye tattooed on my forehead you know and this guy's crazy you know and and now now they're like what's happening next brother yeah yeah you know Uh, um, to me since i started my podcast people are like asking me all these questions like what's going on next what do you think's gonna happen right yeah 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 (laughs) i don't know dude i'm not fucking yeah Nostradamus, no, <laughs> you know, not, 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 yeah, exactly. <clears throat> no, but the, the information's out there, but yeah, back to the back to the talking with my mason buddy and the, the whole PCR test, and he's like, yeah, this spit, and then I said, yeah, it's about the vaccinations, and then um, and then he just um, he went sort of just really weird, and I was saying it's about the vex, and he just had this epiphany, and he remembered when he was a junior mason, they do their like um their role-playing scenarios and stuff and um, or whatever. And, and he told me how his job was, his role was to get all their contractors to take over Lancaster Park, which was like the, the big sta- rugby stadium, you know, and where they'd hold concerts and stuff and, um, and basically build these housing complexes or, or whatever. Basically, like a, the way I depicted it was like a quarantine camp for like, 
the unvaccinated said everyone's supposed to get vaccinated, but we weren't. And, and I don't know if this was where the unvaccinated went or whatever, but it was close to the train train tracks. And then they'd all go on trains from from there to to the port, which is Littleton, um, which is, you know, um, so many kilometres away from um, through the tunnels and, and through the other side of the hill of of um, the major port in Christchurch, you know, and um, and he's and he's like, and then the other lodge would deal with them from there or something, and he he sort of freaks out and he's like, oh, he's, I've got to go get chicken food. He's like, he, he got me worried about my lodge now, you know, small doses, small doses, Jess, you know, and fucking <laughs> basically bounced me out of his house, and it was just like, wow, what a fucking. So, so I actually asked his permission if I could share our conversations and the and. Uh, and um, he said it was all good, and he said it's, it's public knowledge of what they do, like the yearly uh, ceremonies or whatever. I can't remember the name for um, what he what he called them, but um, yeah, I've, I've met a, a few few masons over the time, and then um, so right around this time, I get a text from my other my brother up in um, the Auckland. The one on, I went and had the um, sugar cubes with on, on the last weekend, and uh, and I get a text from him, and and he's, he goes, I had this. Um, Took the took the ladies out for dinner last night, and I um met this trippy lawyer who's and he said his his father had written um the map for New Zealand's future, and um and he said um this guy had been in L.A. I don't know if he was studying law or whatever, but um had 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 all this MDMA and had these epiphanies and either discovered or was disclosed the um secrets of the 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 world and the universe and um. Came back to New Zealand and, and decided to, to um, carry on his father's legacy and, and was going on about the Great Reset. And I was like, oh yeah, he's one of the globalists. I was like, does he drive a Tesla? And he's like, yeah, bro. And I was like, yeah, he's one of them. And I was like, um, and then I said, um, why do you think we had the mosque shootings like almost a year to date before the lockdowns in Christchurch? And um, and and not only to take the guns and whatever, but and he goes, he goes, that's where he said it starts. And then I just buzzed right out and I was just like, wow. And um. Yeah, and further discussions. This guy's been in deep meditation, and uh, and um, I, I haven't met him personally in that. But my brother's sketching out because he keeps going on about all this stuff, and he's like, obviously he got money because he doesn't really work, and and he's just and apparently Illuminati and and does yeah all this these uh, rituals and stuff, and I was just like fucking buzzing out, and he's like, yeah, no, I think he's trying to infiltrate me and. And all this shit, and it was just it's fucking really weird, man. It's some weird it's shit. It's weird, going man. On. The ritual, the ritual aspect, I I don't fully understand because it's like, like if you want yeah. something in your life, like why do you have to perform a ritual? Yeah, it's it's weird, eh? And it's like the the secret stuff is is just like you know they've secret handshakes and and their and their rituals and and stuff to go on it because I was, I was actually invited to become a mason myself and I was actually going to because my my other brother he's a master mason and and um but I haven't didn't go into that down that way yet, but um it was just I was just interested to find out about a, a lot more of it and uh and that's that's, that's that's my problem with the whole freemasonry thing it's like Okay, why do you have to be part of the club in order to get the secrets of the universe out there? Why don't you just like reveal it? Exactly, exactly. Like yeah. I, I don't get why I'd have to join a fucking club, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it, brother. 
No, it's bizarre. And and, and, and then it's like, you know, the Illuminati infiltrated the, the Masons years ago. And um, so it's, it, it branches off into all the different sectors, you know, like, it's, you know, and it, it's all, they're all intertwined, you know, with the, the Bohemian Club and, and the, um, you know, the Club of Rome, the Jesuits, the Knights Templar, you know, the, um, there's, there's just so many, so many branches of, of, of the, um, I've got this map that I don't know, I don't even know where I got it from, but it was, um, it's fucking crazy and it just links, it's just the, you know, it's got the CI, Pentagon, the CIA, and it's just, it goes into each corner of like the, the, uh, the Rockefellers and then the Rockefellers and then the, and then it goes into like the CERN technology and the, the, um, the, the whole alien, the Palladians and the, the Anunnaki and, and stuff like that, you know, and it's, it's, it's fucking out of it. Map. it it's that, I want to print it the size of my bedroom roof because it's like, you've got to just like zoom in to like see how it all links up and it's, I'll, I'll send it to you, brother. It's fucking pretty cool. But, um, but it's got the New Zealand doomsday preps on it and, I've, I've seen one interview with this guy who makes um, sustainable bunkers, and he said that his company had already sold 38 bunkers that were sustainable up to, I think it was a year or maybe five years. But um, but yeah, so it's fucking out of it. And I know, I know, sort of the regions where they they are they are being buried, um, which is the top, the top, and the and the the bottom of the the north. Uh, sorry, the South Island. Um, and and also on the top of the South Island, they have these two giant golf balls, and they're I believe it's the CIA um, or the SIS intelligence um, base. It's out of it, and I've actually got a photo of one time flying over it. You know, um, you know how you see crop circles and stuff like that. Yeah, and like how they just like too impossible for man to have made them. You know, sure, kind of, yeah, right. And I'm, I've got this photo, and it's of the, the two golf balls and next to it's this huge crop circle, like a perfect circle, like, and it's just like where it is, man, and like some other circles around it, and it was just like two, I, I don't believe in coincidences eh, you know? No, me either. I believe in uh, like intuition and like synchronicity. Yeah, and if you believe in uh, like consciousness and the universe and how we're all one essentially you know, but just you know, I'm just I'm just a living a forty year old white man's experience, you know, like um Right. But um how yeah, yeah we're all, shit, all dude. Of, you know, people call me people call me you're so wise. I'm like, nah, dude, I don't know anything. Like I, I wanna know more, you know, but that's yeah, fun. yeah. If you're not seeking truth, then you're not gonna be wise, right? Exactly, exactly. And I'm just a sponge, bro. Like I'm I'm you know, I have my own opinions, and I'll, I'll never debate or argue any subject unless I know a hundred percent for fact that I'm right. You know, yeah. If, the, if there's one percent doubt, I won't argue. And I'm and I'm a sponge, like yeah, I'm a man of many talents and do a lot of things. But I'm any, anything that I do, I'm still learning, and and I want to learn from from people from. You know, whether it's in the music industry or the tattooing industry or whatever I do, you know, I'm a, I'm a sponge. I want to absorb it all. Probably, sure. You know? And um, especially in the tattooing thing, because, you know, tattooers get a big head and, and kind of like 
they're better than everyone and they kind of get... Yeah, well, look at, like, fucking Inked and Dave Navarro and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of get these, like, fucking, um, you know, whereas I'm not, you know, I'm I'm all about learning and and sharing the knowledge, you know? Like, why does celebrities have to be the ones that are listened to? Exactly. And when a lot of of them are spreading, spreading disinformation anyway, too, you know? Sure. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And then it's like... The most cleverest people that I've met are just the average, average Joe, you know, like like yourself, brother. And it was just like it was just fate that put us together. And and, and I was like, because I've been wanting to do podcasts forever since I sort of discovered it. And just just even just my local conversations with my brothers and the crazy, crazy things that we've done in our lives. And like you know, I'm 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 into the fourth chapter of my book. Coincidentally enough, of it being the fourth industrial revolution well not fourth chapter fourth fourth part of my book you know because my story is just so so out there and so you are writing a book well I'm, i've got it written in my head i just haven't put it to paper yet, yet okay so. okay okay but but i've got the stories and it's just my experience in life and, and this is the fourth part of it now you know and um yeah so it's, well it's whether pretty- whether you write it or not Physically, yep. it's written in the book of life and with God in God's hands. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, like I've, I've learned recently. Like I'm never gonna be famous or make a lot of fucking money. And, and honestly, to be honest, I don't. That's not what I want. Like, what I want you, is to. Uh, what I really want is for people to. Uh, learn that they are all in God's book of life and they have to, you know, not have to do anything necessarily per se, but just, you know, learn to reach out to God and your higher self and know that you have so much more fucking power than what this establishment, the system that we're living in tells you that you have. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, And that goes, and that's whatever your God may be, you know, like, whatever religion because they they all point to the same grand creator you know what I mean? they all point to the same source where we yeah, all so come from know. dude um, and that's so, why there's always assholes or good people yeah. in every secret society and every religion yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. culture everything yeah so so like my my backgrounds i'm actually born catholic and i was baptized catholic which is actually when my my soul was actually sold to the to the Vatican, right? Which I'm right. upset about, um, because my 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 oma, you know, I'm, I'm from Dutch descent. Um, my oma and opa were like were Catholic and and whatever. But um, for me, if if for me to be, if I was to believe in in a God and just from my background and heritage and and from where I would have ascended from would be um would be Odin, the Viking God, you know what I'm saying? Because that was, right. that was, that's pre-Ice Age, you know what I'm saying? But I, 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 I believe it goes back to like the Anunnaki maybe and, and we were planted here and um, and we're, we're an experiment, so to speak, and we were just, as you know, you've probably heard other people say sex organs for the machines, you know what I mean? And um, I, th- I think it's just um, <clears throat> once you become... <laughs> We could all be an AI program, and once you become self-aware, that's yeah. when you go back to the source. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like you exit the matrix once you realize 
that you are greater than everybody else, yet you remain humble and you can still treat other people the same as you want to be treated, right? That's the golden rule to me that yeah. sums up all the Ten Commandments is that you treat yeah, others like you want to be treated. Yeah, exactly, <clears throat> exactly. And that, and, that, and that comes to the, like, the common law jurisdiction, which the police are actually only really acting on, and that, and that is you know, any anger, violence, or, or destruction of property, or um, theft, you know? Yeah. Really, all, all other laws are essentially fiction if, if you if you're not falling under that jurisdiction or into that contract with them to for them to entrap you into the fake laws you know what I mean right because here in New Zealand we, we, you know weed's still legal, illegal you know what I'm saying so it's like really yeah brother so it's like and, and it's like well I'm Dutch Canadian so that speaks for itself so you know Right, Cle- clearly, clearly, smoked cannabis and, and had, <laughs> yeah. Since I, you know, knew what cannabis was, but um, you ever watch the Cheech and Chong movies? Oh man, I can take the funniest stories. The funniest one, of, I, I, yeah, of course, watch them. But the funniest story was uh, so my my dad, um, he he had multiple sclerosis and and died in um, Cam- Cambridge Hospital, but that's where he was. He was basically to a vegetative state, you know. He was um, it's a it's a funny story, um. But the night my mother was in labour with me, um, he'd been doing some um, pre-filling or chainsaw work for my um, for my grandparents and that. You know, our family were like right into wood and you know doing sort of that sort of stuff to spend the summer getting the wood to burn for the winter. You know, but um, um, he was doing that and complaining about his vision or whatever. And and um, the call came in. My mother was in labour and um, he asked my uncle to drive him in his uh, Corvette to the hospital and he never let anyone drive that Corvette and um, and uh, and that's when they knew something was wrong with him you know and um, and then he, he, he was diagnosed with um, multiple sclerosis and um, which can come I believe comes from vaccines as well um, oh yeah but um but yeah, anyway, so so I used to go and watch movies with him at the hospital because he, you know, he couldn't move in the end. He, he was all there in the mind. He couldn't talk and that, but he could just he could smile and laugh, you know, and obviously cry. Um, but uh, so my 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 aunt gave me this movie to watch to take watch with him. It was called Rude Awakening, and it just had um Cheech Marin in it. And um, anyways, part of the movie, he's smoking this big massive fucking doobie on the fucking on the side of this like little river thing or whatever. And this fucking fish pops out of the water. Cause he's like tripping balls on this weed. And the, and the, <laughs> fish, is, the fish is like, can I have a tote man? And this fish is smoke. And my dad's just in fucking hysterics of laughter. And I'm sitting there like buzzing out. Cause I'm only like 12 or 13 at the time thinking, fuck, should I, you know, because I know about weed sneakily, you know, and I was, I was sneaking weed off my, my family and stuff. But, um, but like, my auntie, like, oh yeah, was that their way of letting me know that they know that I know about weed and it was pinching it off my uncle that they were probably weren't happy about, you know? Right. <laughs> pro- 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 not probably just smoking weed at the age, but more the fact that I was actually stealing, and that, and that, that comes down to again one of the three laws that um that you, you don't break, you know. But yeah, no. So um, yeah, no. It was, it's it's a buzzy life. Did you have a uh... I think, forgive me if I'm wrong about this, but did you not say you had a crazy story you needed to get out there before shit happens about your mother? Yeah, oh, yes, brother. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's, I've 
Yeah, dude. So that's that's the that's the heavy one. So so uh, yeah, as I said, my mother was uh, taken from me um, fifteen years old. So sorry, man. Yeah, yeah. We we uh we moved over. My aunt lived over here, and she had like a little hot bread shop, you know, like a bakery, and um they sell like meat pies here, but not not like the family size ones, like little individual ones. It's, it's not a really a big thing in Canada, but like every gas station or corn dairy or store you know, corner stores you call it in Canada, um um sell these meat pies anyway. So my mother worked at the bakery there. Meat, she, meat pies, you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you have okay. like steak steak and cheese pie or mince oh, and cheese yeah, pie yeah. or, or kind of butcher shop. Pie. Yeah. Yeah, man. I used to butcher like, shop and they made like mince pies and fucking uh liver liver pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All different <laughs> like that, yeah. ones. Yeah man, yeah. So that so that's just like your normal um sort of Hot, hot food from the your store kind of thing available. It's not a big thing in Canada that I always wanted to sort of do over there. I think my my aunt and uncle were actually going to start one up over there, anyways. But um, so anyways, kidney, mother, kidney pie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kidney as well. Yeah, yep. Um, so yeah, my mother met my stepfather, and we basically exchanged places. And uh, my my pops was actually um, he had a stroke, so we went back to Canada for a while, but um. Yeah, he, he was the chief of the Mississauga Fire Department and on his um, last shift before he retired, he had two strokes and he was never to really walk or talk again either and um, give, got given two years but lasted 25, the old soldier, you know? Yeah. But um, So, yeah, we, we, we moved to New Zealand and, and I was always kind of anti it because I was taken away from my whole family. Like, I've got a huge Dutch family you know, on, my, on my father's side and, um, and then quite quite a big family on my, my um mother's side as well so didn't really like New Zealand um too much but um and didn't like my stepfather he, he'd grown up in a boarding school and just one of those real strict assholes right but a real real narcissist you know <coughs> yeah I, yeah right. anyway I know that feeling yeah man so whatever growing up anyways and um even though he taught me some good principles in life of, of whatever and whatever but um so cut all, cut all that stuff aside, um, um, you know, he used to give me hidings and stuff as a kid for, like, stuff that, you know, I, I was a little shitbag too, but uh, so the hidings that I probably deserved was, were worthy, but then there was ones I didn't, you know, whatever. But um, he uh, he cheated on my mother. I, I got home from school. Um, this was back in uh, April, um, April 4th, 1997, and um, got home from school and... Um, my mother was here early from work and she was upset crying and, and said that we're moving to our um one of our other properties because my parents owned a few properties and we used to buy houses and, and renovate them and sell them kind of thing, you know. And um and I used to help them. I worked for them, you know, from shit from the age of probably nine years old was was renovating houses and painting whatever. Wow. Painting, <laughs> whatever, you know, like yeah, and, and probably um, more handy than I am. <laughs> Yeah, and so um, anyways, and then um, we we were planning to move to this the second house it was um England Street it was called um, and it was this old character home up on on sort of on the corner of a bend of a, a street in the in the city in Christchurch and um up on the hill, and um I'd actually just you know spent like however long it took me maybe a month or so prepping and painting my own room, and um painted it purple for some. 
random color, but that sort of coincides with some other stuff later on in life. It's it's weird, but uh, anyways, and um, so yeah, my mother come home this 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 afternoon, and um, she's upset, crying, and said that we're moving to England Street, and I was thinking, well, we hadn't finished renovating and made plans to move, and realised there was something going on with um her and my stepfather, and uh, he'd come home about 20 minutes later, and, and he walked past me, and he's like, I've been a bad boy, and and, and then he had a fit of rage and, and smashed up some shit in the house. And, shit, really? And then um and, and then he took off right and then what do you um, mean by that? I've been a bad boy. He'd been well because he cheated on my mother. You see. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's whatever. So and he was like a, a salesman and he'd be away for weeks at a time and so I reckon he was just this fucking narcissistic fucking player and uh, fucking other chicks while yeah yeah, yeah with my mother right yeah, yeah. and uh, and uh, anyways and um. It's a common thing, apparently. Yeah, common thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, anyways, um, and she, so she like God forbid you just jerk off, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. What, whatever. You know, yeah. You know, but anyways, so she, so she begs me to stay with her this night, right? And I'm, and it's a Friday night. I want to go play cards with my boys and and fucking you know have have a doob or whatever and have a drink you know I was probably you know I was only 15 probably shouldn't have been but whatever and um I was, I was selfish and we had a fight and uh because I was like this ain't my shit and and uh I actually threatened self-harm on myself if she didn't let me go so she did and um I regrettably left and, and went to my buddies for the night and you know you know play cards whatever and uh I, I bought down the gas the local gas here to get a pie at, I don't know, maybe 11 o'clock at night, and I thought I'll, I'll bike over and see my mother to um, apologise to her and make sure she's all right and, you know, apologise for my behaviour and 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 give her some support. And um, so I, I, I bike over there because it's only a few blocks blocks from where I was, and, and as I bike up the driveway, I could hear um, like doors slamming and shit, my stepdad yelling and my mother crying and shit, and I was, I sort of freaked out and just like went back and was just you know just went back to my boys and didn't, didn't say anything. They didn't know what happened earlier on the day or anything. I just you know just carried on the night. Anyways, I, I bike back the next day, and as I and as I get to the top of the driveway, all this fucking family is standing there, and I just turned around and biked off. I knew my mother was dead, mate. You know, and um, they yelled out, "Stop!" Fuck and, away. Yeah, yeah. So I bought back, and I bought back to my brothers. You know where I came from, and and they're still sitting there playing cards and that. And um, I just didn't say anything to them. And then um, he he found me there with a family friend of ours. Um, about an hour or so later, and, and fucking yeah, I, I fucking tried to rip his throat out, man. I had like had have like four of my boys holding me back. Eh? I was fucking wild. But yeah, so there was never no um, investigation, as far as I know. Um, I was never questioned by the police about any of his demeanor or anything like that, and um, and uh, so I was I was sort of like right, well I'm just going to do my own private investigation now, and um, and it sort of started from there, and just did a bit of work from here and there, and just like just feeling him out, you know, refraining from attacking him myself and wanting to kill him probably myself, but um, anyway, probably a good thing. Um, so yeah, so. So fast tracks in the years later, I think it's like 2000 or something, and I, I get caught growing some weed, right? So I had like fucking 
12 fucking little baby plants anyways it's a fucking funny story in its own but um and anyways like i get like two months pd which is like periodic detention so like community work you know and um i go to the go to the fucking probation center and it's um well his sister is, was the manager of the probation center so next minute i'm in my like auntie wait 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 house. sister so so that my my stepfather's sister, yes. So she's, the, shit. she's, okay. she's the man, manager of the probation center, right? And so was her husband. They both they were both like high up in in corrections, or you know, oh in, in the government, government, right? Anyways, and so I'm I'm in her office, and she's fucking giving me a grilling and fucking yelling at me, snapping at me, whatever, what? blah, whatever, blah blah blah. So that's all good. I, I do my PD, whatever. Well, he calls me. He calls me about. I don't know, maybe three days later or something, and starts fucking nutting off at me, got calling me a criminal and all this shit, blah blah what? blah blah blah. When 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 I had just when I just went and um scored him an ounce the week before. Now you tell me what's worth supply or cultivation, right? You know what I mean? So I'm right. like a fucking hypocrite cunt. I was like, if you're gonna speak to me like that, don't fucking speak to me at all. And I hung up on him, right? So I I cut him off for like five years, and I my investigation kind of come to a close because for one they didn't ask me at the time who's gonna believe a 15 year old sort of misfit kid and and then um and then now i could uh you know i've got convictions you know so um um anyways um so i I ended up actually going into into jail for and i've got a two and a half year sentence and i ended up serving every day of it pretty much but um anyway but yeah just for it was for a commercial burglary kind of thing i was i was never a thief i wasn't going for a rough time of my life and you know as i said i had no family here and i just had a daughter she was three months old i'd broken up her mother and blah 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 um got into some drugs and and you know heavy drugs and stuff and 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 was selling them and and whatever and um a bit lost and it was just an opportunity thing whatever blah 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 so i went Went to jail, got two and a half years for that, for the burglar, commercial burglary. My family in Canada didn't even believe that I was in there for that because, um, well, there was a, my uncle was involved in a cocaine bust years ago in Cambridge, and quite a, quite a big one, probably the biggest one in history there. And, uh, and some of them, only my uncle didn't um, go to jail for it because he's in a wheelchair and his alibi was he couldn't get up the stairs to to know what was going on with so so the done. so the ties that you had in your past they 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 thought like uh you know fuck him i don't think it was to do with that but um but just they didn't believe me that because one of the people in, in my uncle's case only got three years jail for like importing cocaine into canada and i got ne- nearly three years for um a fucking uh, commercial burglary, you know what I mean, right? And which was which was a heavy sentence for. I, I didn't have any prior burglaries, and it wasn't a residential. The guy, the guy that went up before me, um, had multiple prior residential burglaries, which was worse, and was going up on fucking several, and he only got eighteen months, you know. So I even wow. So that's when I started to think I was either really unlucky because the judge clearly made an example of me, or somehow maybe that was tied to um, my stepfather's sister, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, That's uh, what I anyway, thought 
that's what I thought right away initially when you told me that. Yeah. His sister. Yeah. Right. Was, uh, yeah. So I, I I got denied for my first parole. Well, because I actually got um, two years concurrent because it was two two burglaries at the same place, um, and um, I was basically just walking through a door and walking out a door with like rubbish bags of clothes and hiring hotels and making them earn because I was, you know, survival of the fittest. I had to survive somehow and just was misguided at the time and whatever. But um, so a, a year in, into my, um, after a year into my sentence, because I'd, I'd got denied my first parole because I was, I had 20 nanograms of THC in my system. So holy shit, I was a bad guy, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, so I wrote him a letter and said how I was in jail and blah blah blah, and just to see if I'd get a response. And um, and uh, he actually wrote me back, and um, and wrote in the letter, and he was wasn't angry with me or whatever about being in jail this time, and um, apologised kind of, and uh, and I was like, right, my investigation's on, because um, and he was then saying how he owed me what um, half of what you know, him and my mother were. Fucking worth and um nineteen ninety seven blah 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 and I mean whatever the case I don't want his fucking money, um but anyways and uh, and then that's when I got the note from my mother that I didn't even know existed, All right, and um so she she was found hanging in in my bedroom that I just finished prepping and painting for for the month prior to her death, um. And we, as I said, it was an old character home and it had a 12 foot stud ceiling. So she, she was yeah, found hanging there. Um, and that was, she was found on April the 5th. So on the Saturday. So the next day after the night of um, when I'd, I'd bite back there and heard them fighting and stuff. And, and she be, begged me to stay with her, you know what I mean? Like, um, anyways, and um, so I get this note and the note just reads, Jesse Soros lousy mom and, and that's all it said and I was like straight away I was like oh my god I was like I already knew anyway but it was just confirmation because my mother was like a letter writer and she had the most beautiful handwriting and uh, said that's how she communicated with my nana and, and my godmother in Canada and, and all, all her other relatives and friends right and um, right and and so my mother, if she was she wasn't a night owl, and if she was sitting up all night, she would have been writing me a letter if she was going to take her own life, right? Well, my dad had just passed from MS the year before in Canada, so not only would that my mother be making me an orphan, she'd also be leaving me in a country on my own at fifteen years old with not one blood relative here, you know? Right. So which none of it made sense, and then. When I finally got that note, the note didn't make sense because she wasn't a lousy mom and she always reassured me she loved me and her handwriting looked like it was distraught or either that or it was forged because um, my mother would have had a lot more to say to me than that if that was the case. So it was either forged or that was her sign telling me that she um, she didn't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the years carry on, <clears throat> blah blah blah, and I'm I'm doing work for so I get out of prison and he's he supports me and, and whatever and I'm um going my separate ways and that's when I start doing the earthquake strengthening for the company and blah 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 and we have the earthquakes and and uh, 
um, I have I have my second daughter because I was I was actually planning to come back to Canada, but I had trouble getting my passport because I didn't have my New Zealand driver's license, and I couldn't get my New Zealand driver's license because I didn't have my passport because it was expired. It was this whole fuckery, anyways. But man, so I stayed here and I had had my second daughter and stuff, and um, I was still doing the old time bit of work for him and sort of like um, keeping in touch, just trying to, you know, without asking questions and just keeping him, keeping, you know, as they say, keep your friends close, but enemies closest kind of thing. Yep. And uh, anyways, um, I finally go back to Canada in uh, um, 2013 after after 14 years. And um, I'd actually been back in, sorry, 98, 99 and um, had a falling out with my friend and family I'd moved into, you know, when my mother died and stuff like that. And, um, and, uh, came back with um and lived with my actually my girlfriend and her dad took me in kind of thing and um which was pretty cool you know especially being you know if i was 17 he was 16 anyways because i'd asked my stepfather if i could move in with him and he wouldn't let me and i was like because i was hoping i could get a bit more intel and just you know live no, well, he, didn't, he, he probably knew that's why <laughs> yeah well that's what I, so i thought he was on to me <clears> so that's why that's what you know exactly exactly right so anyways so the next trip in Canada. He's fucking protecting himself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next trip in Canada, um, I um, I'm there, and, and and it's 2013, whatever. And I just I was still in contact with him, obviously, and um, and I get this text message from him going, "I accidentally reversed over Denise and killed her yesterday." And this is that this was a second wife, right? And Are I'm you fucking like, serious? And I was like, holy, I'm fucking serious, bro. And I'm like, holy fuck, he's done it again. And I was like, fuck, my, my investigation is like fucking full steam ahead now, right? Anyways, and um, and that, and so I call him and he's like distraught or whatever. But, you know, anyone that's got a, um, a, a emotional guilt are very good at putting on the fucking waterworks, you know, of... I've been very good at reading body language and stuttering um, mannerisms and, and um, even just hearing language and, and stuff over the years, you know, just being on my own in this country and, and fucking growing up in the fucking, essentially in, in the streets as a hustler and just well, whatever, you know, whatever I had to do to get by up until I l- I'd learnt my trades and, and stuff um, or whatever. But um, so, yeah, and... Um, and so I, I, I just could tell straight away, and I, I told my family, and he told me he, he was he was filling up because he owns a spraying business, and he, he was fucking um, filling up his tanks. So I don't know. He said he reversed back, and then was like, and then he and then he drove forward again, and then he got out. And his wife was dead, right? Anyways, and and I told my family this, and they were straight what away. What the fuck? Dead. Like, what kind of vehicle was it? It was like a um a, a Toyota Land Cruiser with a, like with uh, water tanks on the back of it and like the spraying rigs for like spraying um like vegetation like weed you know weed control and shit. Jesus. Yeah. So, anyways, so then that happened. He's just like, and he's all fucking willy nilly like, whoops. Yeah, yeah, whoops, sort of thing. So there's yeah, no, fuck off, man. Yeah, no, so it it gets even crazier, bro. So then um. So there's obviously an investigation. So what's happened is he's um he got he got blackmailed by by some lady for um <clears throat> he was having an affair with and he paid her two two k, 
and then she went she went for a, she went for another five k, and um, that's when he came out about it to his wife and claims it made their marriage better and all this shit. And they were going on the second honeymoon, Jesus and it's like I, I can tell you right now, brother, woman scorned, brother like that never gets better. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Anyways, and so because um, yeah, so anyways, he he's um comes out about it, blah, 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 blah. He's back on dating sites two weeks after this death, right? Oh, yeah. No fucking remorse, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, and he's bought himself a fucking Range Rover Sport and shit. He meets me in um, British Club because I'm a snowboarder, brother, So and he, he's a skier. So he he meets me. He actually pays for my trip. I go to Sun Peaks and um, fucking British Columbia. Beautiful spot, mate. Um, So I go there for a week snowboarding and I'm with him, you know, and, and you know, it's been a few months, I think it was early uh, 2014, because this happened in um, <coughs> October October 2013 for his second wife, right? Right. And, uh, and uh, so I met him in Sun Peaks and that, and uh, I, I had a video of him, um, of just his mannerisms and that, and he's like showing me like new ladies he's fucking chatting to in the Ukraine and all this fucking shit and just... But and then he'd break down at like dinner tables, like putting on the fucking front, you know, like about Denise and blah blah blah. Like you know, in the times I'd talk to him about my mother, he'd be like, oh, "It's a shame what happened to your mother." Like kind of like no remorse, sort of there, kind of fucking shit. Like, anyways, and uh, one night read it. Hey, is, one... is this guy pretty rich? Uh, he's pretty well off. Yeah, is he Freemason? Wow, that's what I, I I don't know. That's what I'm gonna get to that point. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, keep yeah. going, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, <clears throat> so I say to him this one fucking night, despicable and, uh, human being, despicable human being. So fuck mate. Yeah, he's he's, he's he's lucky he's still breathing. Put it that way. <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, so uh, we're at, we're at a bar one night. We're on the we're on the piss, you know. And and I fucking said to him, I said, uh, if you're the mastermind behind all this, that means that my mother's death becomes an investigation, and I'm the last the last one you want investigating this shit. And he just gives me like this this fucking stare and this like sort of silent nod kind of thing, right? Anyway, yeah, because he knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows your fucking so, way. Yeah, yeah, cause, yeah. Right. So, anyway, so then um. I meet him again a year later in uh, Aspen, actually. We could do a week skiing there. and Because um, he was right into, like, fucking cocaine and fucking all this shit. And, you know, but, like, sort of white collar, but, like, um, but telling me about his cocaine days and, you know, he fucking had used meth in New Zealand and shit as well and blah, 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 whatever. And, I mean, fuck, hey, I'm, I'm not judging. I'm a fucking... I've been a walking alphabet in my lifetime, you know, but uh, anyways, um, but so I just got some good stuff intel to like Aspen trip. I didn't really get much because he actually got pneumonia or whatever or played it off and he, you know, he was sick, but so he'd do the day skiing and then it would just be, he'd be in bed, you know, but so, but, um, but I did get him, I managed to get a photo of him, uh, cutting up some lines of cocaine and uh oh shit w w but with my business card and on my business card it's like a photo of me like sort of sitting there bl in black and white and uh with a graffiti piece behind me that my um, that i painted for my um daughters yeah yeah 
and it's just it's, it's quite a cool thing. But so he's cutting up the li- he's cutting up the line of cocaine. Thanks for advertising for me, Daddy. And, and yeah, yeah, but it's but it's proof that it's that it's me and why you know him and I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, right. And um, because you you can tell it's his hand. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, so that's just to prove his demeanor as well. Because the police called me, you know, back in. 2013 when this happened and and asked me about his demeanor and his what I knew of his relationship with his wife and shit and wow I was I was thinking you cheeky fuckers I was like where were these fucking questions 16 years ago you know what I mean <laughs> yeah so, right and I'm not I'm not letting you fucking spoil my investigation now because you you're obviously fucking clearly incompetent incompetent or these are yeah. big cover ups you know yeah so I, I wasn't I was I wasn't compliant with them in, in that sense and fucking. I've kind of been anti-police and and in the sense of their corruption and and what they get away with with tricking the public and that you know unless it's their the common law jurisdiction that they're under then I I you know abide by that and and that's what they need to have and that's the only reason they should be there. <coughs> but anyways, so um so yeah, I didn't I didn't tell them anything and um so Aspen was like. Wasn't wasn't much until there, but then so I moved back in 2015. Um, so I'd been away from my daughters at, for two years. So I came back and um, and uh, I actually moved in with them. And I was like at, to the property where um, she was murdered and um, well, accidentally run over at this, you know. But she was murdered, um, and uh, and I was living there with them and. Um, and then not long after, his sister and her husband moved in, claiming that he were getting some work done. And I was like, I felt like I was being kind of like monitored or, you know, like what's going on here. And I, I, I stayed at my girlfriend's mostly the, um, mostly uh, at that time. And then I I then moved up to where I am now, up in, in the North Island, um, about three months after that. Came, well, came up for a sort of tour to Tattoo and stuff like that and then ended up... Um, building a business and and moving up there and um, and then I had my firstborn son up here, well, my, my only son, but had my son up here. So, but yeah, in that time, um, I had a um, a psychic reading um, with a lady that was um, working for my um, son's grandmother. She had she had a gift shop. Well, she's got a gift shop here in town, and um, and I in the same arcade where I had my tattoo shop and. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, because I've had some premonitions, you know, in my life, and I just wanted to see if she was uh, any good in that. And um, I won't get right into to all of the reading, but the first thing that she just put, put some crystals down and she says, oh, colours come to me and, and blah, blah, blah. And, and she, anyways, places these crystals down and then she looks me straight in the eye. She goes, you know things, don't you? And I sort of just gave her a slight little... I was trying not to grin, but like you know, gave her a, right, gave her a little bit of a nod. Yeah, a bit of a bit of a shrug of the shoulders. Like I don't know, do I? You're telling me, you know, like a little, like a little tongue in cheek yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then so she goes the 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 um she goes oh three colors come to me. She's like red, green, and blue. Well, red's my color, obviously. Um, just always has been, and and obviously our nation, Canada's color, and. Uh, and just relates to so much, you know. My, my pop's been in the fire department and shit, and uh, whatever. And um, yeah, so you're giving her a little bit of a nod, saying, "Yeah, keep yeah. going." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, was I covering the microphone then? I might have been. Um, anyways, 
so yeah, the, the, the free colors come to her, and uh, red, blue, and green is what yeah, my colors. You know, my my um my boys down in the South Island, their blues their favorite color. You know, so they and um and then greens obviously weed. You know, for me and um, I associate green with New Zealand as well. Well, that too, and and you know, just and nature and and whatever. But um, anyways, so so I had some spirits come to me, and one of them was she said it was a young young guy. Well, you know, and um. I lost a brother, one of my, my blue brother, um, years ago. Actually, when I was in in jail, and um, and he died of an asthma attack, you know, and um, so and because she was doing the choking, fucking sort of hand around her throat, doing the choking motion, blah blah blah, whatever. And, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's the blue colour. I knew who that's. My brother Johnny, Jay Danger, rest in peace. Anyways, and um, and then uh, rest in power. But yeah, yeah, and then uh, rest in power. That's it. And um, and then uh, and then the green. And she goes, um, she um, she goes, oh, green. She goes, oh, this guy's trying to give you um this basket. And um, and uh, well, about eight months. I believe it was around eight months prior. Our, um, our apprentice um Craig at Dying Wish, um, Tattoo in Cambridge. Um, shout out Nick Taylor. Um. Yeah, he, he had died. He, he was a motocross rider and he had like a, a, his, his dirt bike on the road as well. And um, he was fucking, he was a mean rider, you know, like do, I don't know if he could do backflips, but he was like, he could do ears and, you know, he was a wicked rider. But um, anyways, he, he, he was cutting a field home um, on his way home from the shop one night and had a stroke on his bike and came off and yeah, yeah, wasted himself, man. And he, he lasted, he, I think about two weeks later he passed. Anyways, the me and him used to always have funny stories before I'd left Canada about like how fucking how crazy the weed prices here uh, here in New Zealand and stuff and how it's um you know what I mean? Like how it's how it's all distributed and that and so um and she said his his body was sore or something, so but I reckon it was him giving me a basket of weed. And if you mm. look at like, ancient like scriptures and like ancient drawings and and carvings, you you see some of them carrying um these baskets and a lot of lot of old um a lot of people that, that study all that stuff um, um researchers believe that it's cannabis because how we have connect. Can- oh, dude, there's there's no doubt that cannabis has an ancient history that's been uh, yeah, 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 it's been uh, covered up, right? Yeah, yeah, and and they reckon that's what those them carrying that those baskets. Oh, well, that's what's in Ooh. those baskets, anyways. And that's and I was just cracking up, and I, and I knew this shit. Well, I, I actually didn't even know that part until later on. It's just coincided with that reading, anyways. And then there was an an old guy that um came to me, but he couldn't really say much. So that could have been either my dad and or my pops, you know, because they both couldn't speak in their later later life, you know. And um, and then and then she said, and that there's a woman, but she's not ready to talk to you, and she's not happy with you. And then um, and then I was thinking, oh yeah, that's my mother, and she's not happy with me because I'm still in contact with um, John, my stepdad, right? Mm-hmm. But she didn't know what I was doing, I guess. And listen um, to you, fucking name dropping, dude. Hey. Don't you shouldn't be name dropping, but it's okay. Keep going. You're fearless, right? You're fearless. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't care about that, and and the, that name can come come open anyways. You know what I mean? Um, 
the names that I that I won't name drop her for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you know what I mean? But um anyways, um yeah, so um she came to me and uh and then she says uh um uh she said to say uh she didn't take yourself out and uh and that's and that just concluded more of my evidence and um and stuff like that, man. And then um just all the other stuff like uh you know, when I lived with him, he when the that house came up for sale, he 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 said, "Oh, um, you know, his, his wife's brats, oh, um, Denise's brats, uh, want me to sell the house." And he's like, "The fucking bitch put all her money into this trust, not long not long beforehand or something or something." And I was just like, "That was so such a sinister co- comment." You know? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "You've done it for both now for monetary gain, you know." And um, and um, and then uh, he was talking about so they had an inquest when um back in um twenty fifteen because the coroner couldn't conclude why um how the the bruising got on the um became on the crown of her skull and why one of her lenses from her glasses was found meters away from the body. All right, so he's fucking whacked her over the head and then fucking. Ran over her on purpose, mate. You know, that's is, fucking insane, man. Yeah, and and then and then so he offered me on a couple of occasions way back then, and then late sort of recently in the past sort of year or so, um, to um, meet for me and my goons to um, take out the reporter that tarnished his name. You know what I'm saying? Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. So I've been in touch with him, and he's he's a reporter of the um, one of the. The, the major um, news organisations here, as, as well as I don't trust the media. But so I talked to him and I actually got in touch with a detective because, I mean, half of me, you know, wanted to handle this by other means and or whatever, but that's not the person I am and that's not the justice my mother would want. And then um, and then essentially I'm, I'm just doing what he did and I'm not there for my children, you know what I'm saying? But, right, um, but um, so, and just because I've I've lived on the other side of the fence, so testifying in court's not really a uh, part of my um my thing. Either, but, uh, yeah. but but um, and and it being, you know, essentially international news if it goes that public because of um my mother and and me being Canadian as well. You know what I mean? So. And right. my whole family being in Canada, so um, so hence why you know name suppression would be would be would be great and maybe a disguise because I've got head tattoos. So uh, otherwise, I'll just however it has to go, it just has to go that way, you know. Well, you're just kind of you're just kind of going with the flow at the at the moment, right? Yeah, just going with the flow. So yeah. I've been in touch to the I've I've I typed up a seven page affidavit. Um, I've had it sworn, and that's. That's in a um, safe place, and I've backed up with my evidence um, here, um, here with um, my um, people and and in Canada as well. Um, and and the reason I waited this long too is because um, I wanted to wait till my daughter was eighteen to disclose it all to her because she would become a two IC in case anything happened to me. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, yeah, and and back up all my evidence with her, and and, sure. and so and to tell her the truth about her nana and, and to get, you know, so she can help 
get justice for her Nana because she's always had an off feeling about him too and, and stuff like that, right? So Right. So, um, yeah, nah, just some um, crazy stuff. So, anyways, so, because we had a falling out, I was, I was working for him again and, and I was, um, we were redoing the ceilings in his in his house and uh, and I was going to plant some wrestling <coughs> devices in there just to, to hear, I don't know if he had, he didn't have a girlfriend at the time, but he's always, he's always on the dating sites and always talking about these women and, and one he was seeing, she goes, oh, but her family have fucking cops and if it, and yeah, don't you don't you feel like don't you feel like that when you catch them on dating sites and shit, you're like, it's it's like, hmm, who's my next victim? Exactly, and that's the whole point of it. That he needs to be taken off the streets before he does this to another woman. You know, like, right? I, I I'd, I'd meet one of his, I'd, on a prior trip down, um, um, I'd meet one of his girlfriends that were there that he kicked out a couple of times, and she was asking me about his demeanor and stuff, and saying about his narcissistic and behavior and fucking controlling and fucking his anger and temper and he won't talk about his past he just keeps saying he doesn't want to fucking talk about it and shit and, and dude, so that's I was just fucking like, wild dude yeah so i, I but i didn't want to say anything because you know here i am no one knows i'm doing this investigation right and and then people that have questioned me about it i'm playing on the other demeanor is like yeah now nah, time will come and you know, I want to fucking smash his face. Yeah, when that when that karmic wheel goes around and around yeah, yeah, and around, yeah, yeah. it catches up to him, right? Yeah. So yeah. So. Um, but you don't like. So you're just playing it by ear, and you're you're being smart about it. Well, I'm trying. Well, the same I'm time, at the same time, you're letting God do the dirty work. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, brother. Exactly. So <clears> yeah. So um. But so um. So I because you can, I, you could easily be just like him. And go and fucking murder him. Exactly, exactly. Right? But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that person, brother. You not know, that exactly. That, that, that's the dragon that's on my back, brother, and I keep him on my back for that reason, eh? You know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but um, but nah. So I've had to go about it. That and, and everyone I've talked to, and and both sides of the fence, you know, gangsters or whoever, um, they've all said that's that's not narking, you know, that's not snitching, it's that's doing the right thing by your mother and, and getting justice for her and your and your children. So because that's what it's about. It's all about the children and, and that's the real fight <laughs> that's got going on at the moment. Too. Yeah. But it's so but, funny yeah. to me that you're being so sneaky about it and you're still in it, active in his life. Oh uh, you yeah. know, like and you're like but you're being smart about it. You're like, hmm, what can I do to like you like you're well, being well, very strategic. Well, well, now, now it's all come out because I ran out of time and I couldn't leave Christchurch um, before sorting this out. So I actually got my last, I was like my last shot. So I called him, and I basically reenacted when the police called me back in two thousand and thirteen and said to him, oh, just, "The police want want to question me about Denise and stuff. Fucking, what are you going to do to make things right? Trying to get a com- confession out of him, and just and basically told him and." I missed the first part of it. I forgot to record straight away, but I got enough. I got most of it and um, basically told him and I was like, and I said about my mother and basically full on accused him of murdering my mother and Denise after cheating on them and, and that they wanting, them wanting to leave him and stuff. And, and he says, I wasn't there that night. And he's like, I don't know where you're coming from. And it's just the way he's talking, brother, is just like, wow, that's just guilt all over him. And then, and then I'm saying, I'm, I was like, oh, you weren't there that night, John. And he's like, no, nah, not from memory. 
And then I was like, oh, so how come when I turned up there between the hours of 11 to see my mother, I could hear you fucking screaming and my mother crying and door slamming right. and shit. How come when I turned up there the next day, I, your whole fucking family were there. They didn't tell me anything. I turned around and biked away. How come when you come and found me an hour later, I tried to rip your fucking throat out, you know? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you may have fucking convinced everyone else in your life that you're this fucking person that you're not, but fucking... Right, right, fucking right, right. Like, doesn't work with me. That's what manipulative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, they, and, he, and he's, and then he's, and then he's like, and he goes, "Oh, you, you know, I've been trying to get hold of you. This is, this is a straight rebuttal. I've been trying to get hold of you. you never know when I'm gonna die soon. It'd be nice to leave you, know that you get my house and my stereo." And he goes, and he goes, "I've got the business that's thriving, and and you know, it'd be good to know that maybe you can take that over." And, and, I, and if I were you, yeah. I'd be like, "Fuck you," and I don't want any part of it. That's what I said to him. I said, I don't want nothing from you. And he goes, and he goes you finished threatening me now? And I said, how have I threatened you? Not Nowhere in this conversation have I threatened nothing. I've said about to him, I said, oh, we'll leave it up to the jury. To decide that, then, yeah, that's know? his own negativity that he's projecting yeah, onto you, yeah. dude. And, and then he goes, oh, you know, you threatened me with the jury and going to the police. And I said, that's not threatening you. I'm just telling you what I've been informed of. He goes, oh, what's, what have you been informed of? I said, that's confidential information. And he goes, oh, is that like your diplomatic... Um, mission like this when we had the falling out you see because i had the falling out just before christmas and uh and i was because that's when we're gonna i was gonna plant the listening devices but then realized that was kind of highly illegal you know so it's like that's not going to be real good substantial evidence anyways but just to hear if like he had a girlfriend and here is demeanor around them you know right uh, anyways but um so we had the falling out because i basically saved the um friend of mine from getting a second shot and got him a vaccine exemption um for anyone that doesn't know any of the audience um you can register on it's called the SARS-CoV-2 um, vaccine control group and you get you can buy the you can be an, a participant or become an associate and um actually get the card um physically otherwise you can just what I've done is printed printed mine out and um, laminated it and um and it has a QR code and basically throughout the whole um vaccine fucking pass shit i got into everywhere i traveled the whole country unvaccinated with no mask because i got i got a mask mask exemption as well and i've done that five times now and i haven't been sick so um it just goes Dude, to show I, the I've, bullshit. I've been sick once yeah. Uh, yeah. uh at new year's this year oh, yeah. three days i never got tested but like with this whole fucking scamdemic, dude, it's like yeah, yeah, dude, it's all fear that gets you. Yeah, sick. yeah, yeah. It is fear, man. It's fear. Fear makes you sick, dude. Oh, that that does too. Yeah, that's why it's like yeah, you have no fear and you have the right vitamins and stuff, and then yeah, you, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. It's so fucking yeah. crazy, dude. It's crazy yeah. that people are still like on the COVID fucking train, like... Oh, no, man. <laughs> Dude, do you not realize themselves. that the fucking whole thing doesn't exist? Exactly. That it, it's a, and it's just the beta test, you know, for what's to come, and, you know, <laughs> the, the next one. Yeah, yeah. But back to the, um, finishing that story, um, just quickly. Yeah. So, yeah, so I've, I've... I came forward to the cops. I've, I've got my affidavit. Um, I sent him the, the unsworn copy. Just for him to read, I sent him. The, I sent him the um, thing because. So the lead detective at the time was actually a cop that I woke up to punching me in the head years ago. He's a corrupt cop, and I got hold of the <laughs> other cop. They were playing good cop, bad cop. So I got hold of the other cop, who had rested me. He's actually 
on a, another matter later on in life, anyways. But um, and <coughs> he, I, was, I was like, I don't want that cop because, uh, and he goes, I won't be him. So he goes, I'll put you onto a cop, anyways. And uh, so I I got hold of him. Um, I he wasn't he wanted my phone number, which I wasn't keen to give out at the time because I didn't really know who to trust. You know, and I'm 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 questioning everything and everyone at this time. I was being followed and stuff. Sure. And, and uh, you know, and because I know people in the underworld, and I know that government pay people in the underworld to do dirty work and stuff. And I was like, yep. am, am I being silenced? Are they taking me out? Because not only of of the situation with my mother, but also what I know, you know, and what I've been because I was ex- exposing a lot of it, and I came out, and, I was, and then I deleted all my social media pretty much because I was, was kind of made myself a target. But um, um, but I think I'm good now, anyways. And um, so yeah, I, I submitted that to him. I haven't heard back from him at the moment, so now it's just um, playing it by ear. And um, and I've got the reporter on my side as well. So if if anything happens, then um, it'll it'll all come out and unfold. Dude, you have God on your side, and don't forget that ever. Don't ever forget that. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, no. Yep. Yeah, dude. Like, good always wins. Good always triumphs over evil. Like, no yeah, matter. Well, that's- that's that's what I've that's what I've felt in my <coughs> life too. But then I've, I've I've always had this fight with with um, good and evil going on inside me. Like where every time I tried to do do good, something bad goes goes bad or something, right? But then the times that I've done bad in in, in a righteous way, um, f- for for a righteous purpose, it's the goods fucking it's prospered you know it's, it's kind of weird there's other stories that have to get into but um yeah no nah, it's just weird yeah so it's like but um, yeah, as you said good always does it prevails eh? it does like even within ourselves like okay we do shitty things that we shouldn't be doing but at the same time like uh it, it's what our message what our message is getting out that's yeah. that's what's gonna prosper, you know. Like, you know, they no fucking weapon formed against you shall prosper. That's what it says in the Bible, right? So yeah, yeah. Like, dude, like, just keep doing what you're doing, and and know that God is on your side, no matter what, no matter how fucked up you are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah Try to yeah, do the yeah. best thing that you can do, and but that's hey- what matters. And hey, we all make mistakes, and and it's just whether you learn by them, but and but also um, admit them, you know, because there's a lot of people that that are good at making mistakes, but not good at admitting them or learning from them. You know what I mean? You like like just own your shit too, you know? For sure, dude. You know, that's yeah. For sure. Like we're fucked up, but at the same like as a as a human, we're all fucked up. We're yeah, all well, that's fucked it. up. Well, we look, gotta, we've we've been lied to our whole lives, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, once you realize that too, it's like, well, you know, as a, you know, I'm, on my head, I've got tattooed, judge no one and trust nobody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want I want to put the 100% because I do have my 99.99% people that I trust, but there's always that 0.1% that I don't even trust myself. So, you exactly. know what I'm Exactly. Okay, dude. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, do you want to plug anything? Like, do you want any links out there? Um, yeah, I, I don't really have social media. I'm going to, I'm going to plug the, uh, the red podcast or the RED, the, um, 
the Realized Off the Air um, podcast is going to be coming out. Um, also, uh, Dan, Dan Underground Audio, you can check my music. It's on iTunes. Um, also um, on uh, um, SoundCloud um, um, and uh, exclusive in, uh, New Zealand um, when I start my um, my new tattoo business, brothers. So, yeah. Also, Sounds uh, fucking great. Yeah, yeah. God. Also, shout out to uh, um, my brother, the, the Little White Liar. Check him out on um, YouTube. Um, he's got some, some cool music. He's just released an album called uh, The um, Anti-Social Anti-Hero. It's, well, I think it's one of the anti-hero, yeah, one of the two, backwards. I can't remember. But, yeah, no, he's, he's got some real um, good stuff. And uh, and check out uh, Fairy Tale Rehab uh let me get high on uh, YouTube too. That's that's cool. He's, he's, he's all love that, Jim. <laughs> Sounds fucking great, dude. So oh, yeah. do me a favor and email me all those links and I'll put them in the show notes, okay? Okay. Yeah, we'll do, brother. We'll do. And, uh, and, do we'll right and, 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 and I'll have to have you on uh, my, my one uh, when we first, um, um, when I first uh, get it going, brother. And um, maybe Absolutely. you can be the intro. The intro one when you're free, and uh, we'll, we'll carry on this conversation and go back into the more of the uh, the agenda and, and some of the other um, stuff I can disclose. Yeah, hundred percent, man. I'm down. Solid, solid, brother. Now, awesome. Good to meet you, my man. And uh, we'll be in touch, eh? and I'll send you those links. Hundred percent, man. And may you know, like, just look at the Most High, right? Okay. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Your higher, not only God, but your higher self as well, right? Exactly. And just brother. know that you're protected at all times. Yep, and it's the one, brother. I'll leave it at that. And thank you so much for coming on, man. Bless Thanks you so again, much, my brother. Hey, hey, peace, love, and unity, loyalty, honor, and respect, brother. Hundred percent. Take it easy. Peace, out, bro. Peace, 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 bro. peace. Thank you very much for once again listening to the Red Bill Cartel. This is your friendly neighborhood God, Nigel the Goat, speaking. And uh, Davey, what the fuck, man? What did you think of uh, Jesse's uh, story? Dude, I'm telling you, that was... Like I, I can't I can't even comprehend. Like I have, I'm definitely gonna have to listen to this one again because um, I usually don't listen to my own shows, but I'm gonna have to listen to listen back to this one because it was a wild ride. What do you think, Nigel? I mean, like there are no words to express how how fucking crazy that was, right, David? I know, dude. Like. Isn't that wild? Like, he's, like, all over the place, and, like, I, I, I just can't even... There's no words, like you said. I know. Like, I, I, I'm going to have to, um, you know, sleep on the back of the uh, hay truck tonight, you know, and, and like, uh, you know, you give me that iPad, and uh, I'll listen to, that, to the episode again, because that was wild shit. I know, dude. Are you going to sleep okay? <laughs> I, I think so, uh, but anyway, I hope the the uh, more importantly the cartel 
uh, sleeps okay after knowing what he just disclosed, you know? Yeah, true, dude. True that, dude. True that. So, wrap it up, Nigel. Let's let's go. What do you got? Oh, you know, the fucking uh, Owl Creek Coffee, you know, owlcreekcoffee.com, you know, the usual stuff, and, uh, you know, I, I, I just don't even know what to say tonight. I'm still flabbergasted by that, uh, that the whole show tonight. You said flabbergasted? I didn't even know that was in your vocabulary. Uh, there is a whole lot more in my vocabulary, probably, that you don't even know, baby. But anyway, um, we, uh appreciate your love and uh, and thank you very much for listening and also you can go to patreon.com slash podcast and uh, you know give us uh, give us a little bit of uh, you know a little bit of a hand here you know we do a lot of uh, free energy work and uh, we get it out there and uh, if you're a spiritual like Davy and I then uh you know, give some money our way, you know? We would really much love to get off of the uh, the the cell phone kind of thing and just do work uh, on a laptop or, you know, with proper mics and shit uh, instead of doing cell phone shit. So anyway, if you, if you love the show, then please give back, you know? That's all we were saying. That's all we're saying, Angel, right? It's not a big deal, right? No, it's not a big deal. Also, you can uh, drop a uh, review on uh, Apple Apple Music and uh, Spotify. Uh, give, st- give us uh, five stars, you know, if you like the show. So, without further ado, we love you, Cartel, and good night. <laughs>